Ron and Fez. The Ron and Fez Show, the perfect mix of pain and suffering. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, Neil Armstrong finally gets the beating he deserves. Then we offer new recipes for endangered species. Panda burgers, anyone? The Ron, Ron and, and Fez, Fez Show. Show. Get the fuck out of our way. Sirius 197, XM202, the virus. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Right now, it is the Ron and Fez Show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That's the number for the... That's 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. You pick up the telephone. You start to dial it. Uh, some kid will answer the phone like a phone screener. Yeah, what do you want to talk about? We'll put you out there. And then, boom, you go up, and the next thing you know, you're telling the entire free world, because we're not in China, you're... And Ichiban, of course, means... We've got to get to the bottom of what that means. We've got to figure that out. Put somebody on it. Um, I, we're going to get started here. I'm going to go over to Texas right now. And uh, here's Mike in Texas. Mike, go ahead, buddy. Hey there, Ronnie B. Yeah. Um, well, big Shaquille O'Neal signs with the Celtics. Uh, two years, $3 million. Journeyman Shaquille O'Neal uh, just uh, fallen what's left of his talent uh, from town to town. How come in all this Brett Favre stuff we never hear Shaquille O'Neal has tainted his legacy? Oh, my God, he's a shadow of his former self. Shaquille O'Neal gets to just go walking around, doing that, playing for uh, loose change in this town or that town, and nobody seems to have a problem with it. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Looking for your Ichibans today. Ichiban means, of course, It's all right here on the Ron and Fez show. I'm going to pull Fez into this with Richie. Richie, what do you got for us today? Hey, Mr. B, uh, I got Ichiban for you. Yeah. Uh, it is Prop 8 was overturned in California on appeal, so all those with a secret uh, are one step closer to the right to uh, screw their lives up by getting married. Yeah, they get to uh, once again rejoin back into... The antiquated uh, institution of marriage. Uh, Fez Watley, you spent, oh, many a week distressed, crushed, defeated mm -hmm. about this. And I expected maybe you'd be dancing around here with an umbrella and, and all excited. But apparently this is good news, so it's not as effective for you. Now, this is great news, is what this is. This is fantastic. It's finally gays and lesbians are seen as humans on an equal basis with heterosexuals in this country. This well, is fantastic not, news. Again, this is not in this country. It's in one state, California, uh, and this only came from one judge. Now it goes back into the appeals. I told you a long time ago. This will eventually make it to uh, the Supreme Court, which is probably where it belongs. It's a major kind of shift uh, in 
at the very least, traditions in the United States, and it probably needs to be looked at and have some of the emotion taken out of it. Well, let me, yeah, well, uh, that's a good point. I'm going to thank say, you. I'm going to say let let me tell everyone now in California who were in favor of Prop 8. The horrible things that you thought about are not going to happen now that this has been overturned. There is no one's going to be breaking into your church to have a lesbian wedding. Uh, your children are not going to get indoctrinated into any sort of gay lifestyle. Everything is going to be exactly the same as it was before and after Prop 8. The couples that want to be together are going to be together. No one's going to be having sex on your gay uh, on your gay sex on your lawn. It's just not going to happen. Did you almost say gay lawn? I almost said gay lawn. Uh, what about the people who weren't that freaked out about it? Just didn't believe that it was between the same sex a marriage. Had the opportunity to vote on it. What do you say to them? They had a vote. They weren't freaked out or acting crazy. Just when someone brought up to them, hey, is it a marriage? Here's your vote. Uh, it gets put up there for vote, and now they're being told, your vote and your opinion don't matter. I say to them that uh, it shouldn't have been voted on in the first place. It should be a right, and we don't vote on rights. Again, uh, it, it did get put up there, though. So it's not like everybody thought, like, you know, the, the gays were very, very excited to have people go around and vote on this. And they went out and prayed it on. Uh, um, prayed on it. They uh, politicked it. They did all that kind of stuff. Then when it didn't get lost, w when they didn't get what they wanted, then this never should have been voted on at all. I don't have a problem with it either way. But you also can't sit around and act like somehow um, you can feel good about this stuff being put up for a local vote, and then it gets thrown out. I will, uh, I, I will agree with you that I always thought it should have went to the courts. Mm -hmm. But I didn't hear that from the gays when they thought they would easily win the vote in California. There weren't anyone saying what you're saying now. This never should have went up for a vote. They were happy because they said people don't hate gays or don't disagree with gays. They gave people the vote. A lot of people went in there that weren't, weren't lunatics. But just, you know, said, uh, you're asking my opinion, I'm going to give it. So it's not like you've won over those hearts and minds. Right. You haven't won over the hearts and minds of your fellow neighbors. Uh, you won over one judge, and now it's going to, to keep uh, going up until finally it gets to the Supreme Court uh, where it belongs. Um, Matt, California, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ronnie, i got to say, uh, our town is giving in totally. We, uh, we're we going to have a gay parade every day and uh, just kind of commemorate it with a champagne toast and that play uh, Mighty Real every day. So it's awesome. What town do you live in? Uh, Pagola. All right, there it is, California. Uh, are the, now, I really, I'll, I'll go back and agree with Fez. I don't think it overly changes things. And just in the same way, I didn't think it overly fucking changed things. If two guys who wanted to have a partnership with each other decided to fucking write up a contract and not go to a church. I don't think of it. I honestly don't think of it as the biggest deal in the world. As a matter of fact, joining in a marriage, I brought this up. You're kind of joining into something that already is fucking broken. 
you haven't you haven't strengthened the fucking society. You're just saying now more people go into this broken thing. Um, I thought the gays would be able to come up with something better than marriage, which fails at least fifty percent of the time as it is. Uh, look what is uh, the only caller who has his own theme song. Blowhard. Blowhard, 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 fucking blowhard, fucking blowhard, fucking blowhard, fucking blowhard. You are boring, boring blowhard. Why are we in nothing with you, fucking blowhard? Blowhard, blowhard. Blowhard, 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 fucking blowhard, blowhard, fucking blowhard, fucking blowhard, fucking blowhard. How are you today, blowhard? Uh, hanging in there. Uh, you know, I have no issue with the gay marriage thing. To me, it's none of my business. I, I, I'm, I have that libertarian thinking. It's a free country, and they should have the right to marry. However, this is judicial. Um, Miscon not misconduct, but this judge should have recused himself. It's activism at its worst. The judge is allegedly a homosexual, and it's the most liberal circuit court in the country. And basically, this will go to appeal, and if it does go to the Supremes, it does have a good chance of passing because Justice Kennedy is a little more open-minded about the gay marriage thing, and it might not come down to the 5-4 traditional conservative vote. So this is going to be an interesting story, but like I said, the the judge himself should have recused himself because of his own sexual orientation. All right, so now you're saying that he can't do his job because he's gay. Uh, Talk about homophobic issue. blowhard. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just making a point how when the will of the people, like Ronnie said, is turned down by an activist judge, no matter what the issue. Fez, I support gay marriage. I don't give a fuck what people do. I want a free society. But when you have judicial activism, it's dangerous when a judge can look at an election, um, a referendum that was voted on by the people, and he can change that. That's, that's un-American. It's un-American to appeal a court decision. No. That's the justice no, system that we have. The will of the people who voted legitimately on the issue. It's the voice of the people. And for this judge, and being gay is unfortunately a factor, because that's going to be looked upon as a, an excuse to recuse himself. That's just the way it is. And if we allow judicial activist judges... All right, all right, let me jump in on Fez's side here. If it was a straight judge, should he have recused himself? Because, hey... I uh, I have no interest in in gays. No, it's it's all about. It's not a matter of the specific the speci just being specific uh, gay, mm -hmm. but it's a matter of a judge who is a political activist making a decision that turns down the people's decision. People who voted. And do we know he's a political activist? Has he marched in parades? Do we know any of this? Has. He probably is. Well, you don't know that. But the point is, any type of judicial activism where the people vote. It's like in New York City, we voted against term limits. Then why our billionaire the, mayor managed to finagle the system where he could get another term? Then why it's have dangerous. appeals if you can't appeal a, a decision? Why? Oh, no, why there have will them? Be appeals. This process is going to go on, and this will hit the Supremes. And the thing is, this is going to be a third rail of politics because you're going to have a lot of moderate Democrats who are not going to want to touch this with a 10-foot pole because the people, unfortunately, are against it. I'm on your side, Fez. I'm just saying that... 
Why don't you think that blowhard's on your side, Fuzzy? Because he said that this man, the the judge in this case, uh, couldn't make a a right decision because he's gay. Mm. Couldn't make a correct decision. Don't you think there's a conflict of interest if that is true? No! Possibly. I'm saying, I mean, you got to just be reasonable about this, that this guy basically has a super biased opinion. Well, I, this guy I, has been biased, all, all, like, let's say he's been biased all his life. How does he get to this position? He, he's a judge. He's also, all judges are almighty and, and flawless. Judges are usually uh, appointed by political hack machines. But my whole point is when people vote, that's what scares me when the man is a mandate. And yeah, but, you know, buy the same thing, blowhard. If you put up things as a vote, right? Okay. You would still have states that would be glad to take away minority rights. So we've never been just on the local vote, ever. No, but I'm just saying that the whole aspect of the people voting is being trivialized here by an activist judge. And, and I just think that... This I don't see how it's been trivialized. This thing has been basically in court since November of 2008. Yeah, people have how is that trivia trivializing it? The people have spoken. And you're saying that... When and, the, uh, vote, and the people are the final word. As you're saying... Yes, they should be. And that's what our Constitution says. That it's all about voting and the, and the rights of the people. As so those Jim the Crow laws should never have been uh, fixed or yeah, anything like well, that. You know, to get back to the thing, the thing about this that's always been fucking strange is that you can get married in Vermont, but not in New York. But if you get married in Vermont, then come back to New York, then you are married. It doesn't fucking make a lot of sense. It always belonged in the courts. Uh, no, but on the other hand, Fezzi, this attitude that you have of, like, somehow the fucking stupid people don't have to worry, that wasn't the point. Those people were asked for their vote. They gave their vote based on that. You know what I mean? And a lot of it wasn't based on hate. There are a lot of liberal people who think to themselves, well, two guys getting married is not a marriage. A marriage is for children and nothing else. There, not everybody who is against it, or not everybody is that is for uh, tradition, hates other people. But this is what happened when you ask people their opinion. And you don't danger, always get the opinions you like. It's the danger of a, an activist judiciary where the voice of the people is being knocked down. Gay crazy, you're saying? By a, by a circuit judge. In California, I mean, come on, let's just be reasonable here. But because this is any issue, this could be the gun issue. This could be right. But that is true. You can't. You're not going to let local people vote on something that's unconstitutional. We've been through that time and time again. It's not a, a straight democracy. The country was always set up to fucking uh, be there for the minority, for for the individual. That's a when this judge made the ruling, I think one of the conclusions he came to was that it was based, his decision was based on a moral and religious reasons why it should not stand. One of, his, one of the things he said is you cannot force the morals of other people onto all the citizens. Right. And, and, and he also mentioned the religious aspect of it. And again, I, I'm for a free society, but I don't like the fact that a, that a judge. And this goes to the Supreme Court. This is all the judges that we have in this country. The entire judiciary can be activist and change policy when, in fact, the people have spoken, the people have voted, and that's not being looked upon equally. And, the, and it, should, it should have more weight 
than an actual judicial decision. Uh, I don't know about I don't know about that because you know Fez brought up a good point with the Jim Crow laws. There's been plenty of times when the federal government has to say, "No, you're following the." American fucking uh, system here, not your own local one. And I can't agree with you that the people's choice, the people's decision was ignored. They were represented in front of this judge as well. It wasn't a, it wasn't just the anti-prop eight people in this courtroom in front of this judge. And also the people have the Ninth Circuit Court that it's going to go to next, and then the Supreme Court after that. So you'll be just as happy as this thing gets overturned, and the people come back in. No, but I'm not. I'm saying but, but, blow, blowhard saying that people didn't have a chance. Right, but then when you get that chance and it doesn't go your way, you're not going to be as pissy as you were when the vote didn't go your way. You know what I mean? Like, don't act like you didn't spend three, four weeks of just hating everything about life when this thing went over. But now you're acting like the system works. Well, the system was working before. You put the vote up in front of the people. The people voted on it. And now everyone will go, well, wait, that's not even a fucking constitutional you know, vote. Ronnie, Never should dismiss, have made it there. You can't dismiss states' rights entirely because we do have different states' uh, laws um, from state to state, obviously. I mean, the gun laws... But we don't let them supersede the fucking comp- uh, Constitution. No, this no, is the, exactly. the point. That's what it's all about, the Constitution. And the Constitution basically is to be interpreted by the judiciary, not changed or not, not, you know, just messed with. And like I said, I don't think there's anywhere in the Constitution that even mentions marriage and gay marriage. I mean, I think it's just a matter of the only way to get this passed is, A, to win the hearts and minds of the people. And like when Fezzi always says, well, you know, it's intolerance and stuff, people don't like to be told that they're intolerant. You know, you, but you say that, and I think this only really matters as a front burner thing to a very small part of the people well, exactly. either the, the gays flag, or the hate like the gays flag burning issue it's the same thing yeah uh, really... so i i don't think that you saw the state of of california crazy when they had gay marriage or crazy when they didn't have gay marriage it, it really doesn't fucking me. matter as it much matter to me but i'm just worried about an activist judiciary and not just this matter which is right. basically a red herring but i don't want to see the activist judiciary Telling us, you know, how they how they want the laws interpreted, when in fact it's their law to interpret the, you know, the Constitution. That's what bothers me. And when right. the will of the people is struck down, I find that to be un-American and offensive. Uh, all right, but you were, I think you were all for rowing tanks in so those black kids could go to school, right? Um, you know what? I I wasn't old enough to remember it. But I know. mean, now in the in the course of history. Oh, I, I think uh, segregation was wrong. But. Yeah, everybody thinks that only in, like, from this point of view. I, I appreciate it, Blahart. Like, in no one's uh, point of view, there would have been like, I'd have been with those Alabama cops fucking squirting those kids with fire hoses. Everyone decides, no, you know what? Now it is part of our tradition. Now it's part of the conservative thing to let blacks do stuff, you know? You do need those people on the front lines, like changing things before they become part of our tradition um let's go over here to uh brian brian you're on the fez hey how you guys doing yeah you're absolutely right about that the judge's job is to interpret whether something's constitutional or not whether someone votes on it or not they're relevant if you voted in slavery to be legal they could overturn that too right this crap about the well the activist judges crap absolutely that the judge's job is to interpret whether that's something's constitutional or not. Whether the people voted on it or not, it's not even relevant. So, uh, Fez, you're actually taking it that uh, 
blowhard is is kind of hiding some homophobia behind this. Absolutely, Ronnie. Totally. Yeah, just, just say that this judge can't make a decision in this case because he's gay. There's gays and straights on both issues, uh, uh, both on on the side on each side of this issue. It's huh? it's insane to say this man is handicapped in his job. Handicapable. Handicapped, according to Blow uh, Blowhard, because he uh, is gay. Uh, Tim, Indiana, you're on Fez. Tim. Uh, first off, Vezzy almost said blowjob. Yeah, I know. Maybe. He's, he's all Maybe fucking, I did. He's all fired up today, and he's representing. Hey, Fezzi, but you made a great point, Fezzy, because the judge in this case is gay, making a judgment against the, on a gay issue. Does that mean that all of the straight judges are not qualified to make judgments in straight issues or traditional marriage issues or spousal abuse or any traditional issue? Yeah, I mean, it's just, a, it's, it's a, a ridiculous, and Blowhard can say, no, I love the gays, I'm in favor of gamer. He can say it all he wants. His opinion that he threw out about that judge revealed everything. What do you mean by that, Fez? Just, that's the real fucking truth, that he thinks if someone's gay, they can't be prejudiced? Yeah, he thinks that, uh, his thing is that he doesn't even realize he's homophobic and his words betrayed him. Mm. There's something deep down inside of him that he, that he probably didn't even realize. Um, he pointed it out to him. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. And I hadn't heard that this was an activist, Judge. Uh, but then again, I don't listen to right-wing uh, radio. Uh, blowhards all over that stuff. Oh, does he love the foxes? He loves the foxes. Uh, Kurt, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Um, you know, the people can vote on whatever they want. They can vote on whatever proposition is put up, but that doesn't make it constitutional. That's what the judges are there for, to decide if it violates the Constitution. But and this, this is what surprises me. Why did they wait until after the election to get to this point? This should have been something that happened... The first time that well, here's they the deal. tried you to know, put it up the, there. The, the liberals were caught off guard on this one. I mean, they were caught with their pants down, no pun intended. But uh, the, the, the Mormons the Mormons threw millions of dollars into Prop 8, and, and no one saw it coming. They thought this was going to be a slam dunk. There's no way this thing's going to pass, and then it did. So um, if, it were, if this were held today, this, there would be absolutely no way a proposition like this would get by. It just wouldn't happen. But, you know, so now they know. They learned their lesson that if you get a powerful, crazy church behind it, um, you know, you don't have a chance. So I don't think they'll be caught in this situation again. This is, this is uh, you know, nobody knew the, the Mormons were that big, <laughs> that big of a problem with gay marriage. All right, thanks. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, hard-hitting, striking. Fez is trying to... Enjoy himself today, and then you feel like Blowhard went and took that away from you. Absolutely. Yeah, I, like I said, great day in America, great day in California, and then Blowhard has to come and scream, no, the guy doesn't know what he's talking about because he's gay. Had no right even looking at this case. Well, you know, Blowhard is going to be part of our fantasy league this year, Fez. Oh, I don't think so. Not now. Well... You are right. He hasn't been okayed by the owners' committee, but I obviously thought he was going in. Why would we want to bring a bigot in? I never even thought of that. Why would you? Uh, the NFL wouldn't bring a known bigot into their league. Mm. Leonard Toast was well, there for a lot of years. JC, you're on Run of Fez. 
Uh, yes, uh, Fez, you're naive about the impact this has on us uh, God-fearing people. I live in Calabasas, California. And uh, yesterday, a lesbian couple tried to uh, break into my church and get married. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, furthermore, my friend, a gay couple came up to my front lawn, had gay sex in front of my six-year-old, uh, that's disgusting. my grandmother, and my sheepoo, my new puppy sheepoo. All right, that's they disgusting. They came up from West Hollywood. That's all, all right. I'm all right, good news. There it is, all because of an activist judge right. has turned things around. Now the, now the gays are having sex in people's lawns in California. Here's Corey in California. You're on one of us. Uh, hey, Ronnie, Fez. I, yeah. I just kind of wanted to point out that Prop 8 was stood up the same time Barack Obama was running for president. And uh, we had a large African-American turnout, and they're very conservative. It was kind of obvious it was going to fail. As, um, yeah, as they're trying to progress. Well, again, Fezzi, uh, the Christian religion sees a marriage as men and women. A lot of people were raised that way. But you're acting like somehow they're crazy. But, you know, 100 years ago, people believed that. 50 years ago, people believed that. 25 years ago, people believed that. 800 years ago, people believed that. It's maybe not, it, it would, this would not have been obvious to you 10 years ago, you know? Mm-hmm. The, you've had certain changes of mind. You can't expect everybody to have those changes uh, of mind at the same point in time that you do. I, I do think this needs to go to the Supreme Court, and I do think it needs to be just fucking settled, and most people don't care about it. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just that most people doesn't affect their life one way or another. It's not like there's going to be suddenly more gays or you're going to have more chance of having a gay kid. But what does marriage mean? It's worth debating. It's worth debating. It's worth debating if two people just decide to live together, should they suddenly get tax breaks? Or should married people ever get fucking tax breaks? The whole point was always about raising fucking kids. Period. That's all marriage was fucking lined up for. Forever. And now we're like, well, it means something else. All right. Let's go fucking talk it out. Who cares? It's not all that fucking great to begin with. Doesn't work out for most people already. Uh, John, Pittsburgh, you're on a fez. Hey, guys. Yeah. Hey, Cliff uh, Laura was driving me nuts. It's just, uh, I mean... The base of the point is makes sense. You know, you don't want activism in the judicial system, but was there any kind of evidence whatsoever that this guy was activist? Is he making a leap because he's gay? He's immediately an activist? I mean, I, hold on. I do have evidence right here. Um, let me see these papers. Yeah, here's the evidence. Uh, Blowhard told us. So that's I mean, all. such a regurgitation of conservative radio. Like, there's no free thinking there. What's he's just regurgitating somebody else's thoughts. And well, that is, the, you know, but that is Blowhard's thing. He... Gets in that mindset, it's redone over and over and over and over, and then it's brought back to the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, he's gay. He's try. Blowhard's gay? No, because the judge was gay in this case. I didn't know that he even was. I hadn't read that. So uh, apparently he was just sitting up there behind the, uh, uh, right there with his gavel in uh, some sort of cross-dressing outfit, according to Blowhard. And somewhere in the middle of all this, I think you have some biting commentary, Fez. I don't know where it is, but somewhere in the middle there, 
I think there's biting commentary, just dying to get out. Uh, let's go over here to Mike, Connecticut. Hey, guys, how you doing? Uh, I agree with both Blowhart and Fez. Uh, first of all, if it was put to a vote, and whatever the, the majority was, it you know it should stand. It's like anything else that we vote on in this country. But on the other hand, uh, I believe, in my opinion on this has changed in the last several years, but I, if, if uh, a gay couple wants to get married, so what? Let them. I don't care one way or the other. I mean, it's, it's more of a legal, you know, for a legal standpoint, uh, so they can go in the hospitals or whatever, and taxes, and, and hell, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I, and I think most people feel your way. And at one point, we used to sit around and fucking, you know, um, 30 years ago, oh, what if we found out one of our teachers is, you know, we, it's just such a long, slow process where, again, I think probably 85% of the people don't give a fuck one way or another. If gay people, you know, this whole thing is I don't want to, you don't want, want most straight people around your fucking kids. Most straight people are every bit as disgusting as gays. It's just fucking true. You'd rather not put up with people. But you didn't make that money that gets you to your own island. You haven't hit it. Um, John, you're on Um Yes, if the people voted in gay marriage and then the judge decided it was unconstitutional, would Fez still respect the judge's decision? No, I would be pissed. And I would want to go to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals and the Supreme Court to get that appealed. So this is where the whole thing belongs. It just needs to make it up this fucking thing so we can have a ruling, and then that'll be it. Yeah. It really isn't up to public opinion. It's really going to be up to the courts to decide which is fucking constitutional. So why do we all sit around and get angry with each other? Why are we calling each other names? Why are you letting Blowhard hurt your feelings and then by his opinion, and then you try to come up with something to hurt Blowhard's opinion? Doesn't matter. It's really just going to go up the ranks here. Well, I think it's important, you know, that people say what, uh, you know, what their opinion is uh, on its way to the court. Why? Doesn't fucking matter. Supposedly the... The court isn't going to be swayed by public opinion. That's what you wanted out of this judge now. Because public opinion in California voted this down. Mm -hmm. So public opinion is not what you're looking for. But at the same time, you can't say to Blowhard, what do you think of this? Hear what he thinks and then decide he's, uh, what did you call him? Homophobic? Homophobic and a bigot. A homophobic bigot. So you can't have it both ways. You can't say, what's your opinion? Then the person gives you your opinion, and you're like, well, that's because you're the worst person in the world. And really, I don't think you need anybody's opinion on this. Run it up the fucking flagpole. Find out whether it's constitutional or not. All the rest of it is just fucking crazy talk. Um, and I don't think Blowhard is a bigot because he's got a bad foot. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866 866- Right, zero fez. Here's Dan in Knoxville. Hey guys, yeah, I was gonna say, Fez, uh, you're completely out of line to call him a bigot just because he's taken judicial notice of a judge that could have been swayed by his own homosexuality. That's in any case, if there's a judge. Do you like, realize what you're saying? You're saying this man is incapable of deciding cases because he's gay. 
You're the as appearance. bad as blowhard, you bigot. The appearance of impropriety on a, on a case where new law is being invented, this judge should definitely recuse himself. So there was, right, there was people saying marriage should be a man and a woman. Should a straight judge recuse himself in this? That, that, that's the norm. We're not... All right, not okay, so gay people law. aren't normal. They shouldn't be appeals judges. No, you're as bad as blowhard, Dan. That's not fair. You're you're an idiot, Fez, to call him a, uh, a bigot. Uh, come on. I'm calling you one too. See, that just shows how how like removed from real life you are, as everybody knows. Uh, again, this has gotten personal. This was supposed to be a good day, Ron. No matter what happened in this, it was going to go up to the appeals, right? Yes. So it really, again. Does it matter if this guy was gay? Does it matter who, what his background was? No. He was just a speed bump on the way to the next appeals, which is going to sh uh, be bumped up again. And that's uh, where it all needs to go. And for everyone who's saying, you know, he was swayed by he because he was gay, he also, in his decision, this judge, put a stay on gay marriages. Gay marriages aren't allowed today in California. It's not going to be allowed until the appeal system is is all the way through. So why does this make it a good day? Because it was shown that this Prop 8 was unconstitutional. Mm. Uh, Jason, Baltimore, you're in Manifest. Uh, hey, Ron. Uh, I just wanted to know why, when asked question to Fez, why civil unions weren't enough. I mean, they've been given the same rights as a lot of... Other marriages in certain states, why does it actually have to be called marriage? Because that seems to be the problem for a lot of people. Marriage has a lot more rights than civil unions do. Well, fight to make the civil unions get just as many rights. What's wrong with that? And what happens, what happens like uh, in the case of hospital visitation, uh, a family can tell a gay person that a uh, gay person's partner that they can't visit them in the hospital. Are, are you? And, right, hold on. Are you telling me that I can't draw up a living will to have anybody that fucking wants to visit me visit me in the hospital? Are you telling me that I can't draw up a living will that says keep my parents away from here? I'm an adult and I don't want these people in my life. That sounds crazy to me. It happens. It gets challenged. Why would it be? But then it gets challenged like a like a husband and wife don't get challenged legally. And I, I people... find that incredibly hard to believe. I I find it hard to believe to say, look, I'm uh, you know I don't want my parents there. I'm separated from my wife. I don't want there. I want my buddy Hicks coming over to check on my fucking um, coma machine. I can't believe that that can't get put up. Then that means we have even more fucking problems, Fez. Because marriage is not this perfect fucking thing that you make it out to be. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Rob, Detroit, you're on Fez. Hey, uh, I just want to ask you guys, once gay marriage is uh, determined to be constitutional, if a church decides not to marry someone, are they then infringing on their constitutional rights? No, because the, the judge in this case said that this has nothing to do with religion, and it wouldn't change, and it, and it would be against freedom of religion to impose this on churches and ministers and priests. You don't see a lawsuit coming, baby? Come on. Come on. No. 
<laughs> Rob, I, I'm going to tell you already, you know, you can't always get married in the Catholic Church unless you're marrying a Catholic girl, blah, blah, blah. Then you have to go to classes. You just don't get to walk up at most of these churches. Though some churches are like, yeah, we could use the money or we want to be open. We'll marry these people. Maybe they'll be okay with it. There will be churches that will be more than happy to marry gay people. I guarantee you. Uh, again, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck what building it takes place in? You're being silly. Um, That's what I was talking about at the beginning. People who think their churches are going to be invaded. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, let's go over here to... Um, let's go to uh, Nick. Nick, you're on my fez. Hey, Ron. How's it going today? Uh, what can we do for you? Yeah, this whole gay marriage thing, I think it all comes down to money. Always. Uh, you get better tax refunds, your insurance goes down, and that's really the only reason. Otherwise, why would it be federal or state government's business, whoever says that they're married? And, and you know, yeah. uh, I mean, really, should we take a... What is the whole point of somehow marriage is good for the fucking society anyway? Who decided that? Who decided even kids is fucking good for the society now? You know, maybe maybe we ought to take a look at that. Maybe the gays are on these tax cuts for everyone. Maybe the gays are on to something. Uh, ben in Atlanta, you're on my face. Uh, Ronnie, yeah. Um, with the whole gay marriage thing, you know, each is on whatever. But when it comes to the judge issue, I'm, I'm totally with Fezzi here. Um, the Michael Vick case in Richmond, the judge was supposedly a huge dog. He loves dogs, big dog, and, you know, no, no cruelty to animals. Thing. Should he not have been the judge in that case? You know, um, you know, Fezzi's right on this. Stay strong, Fezzi. I'm with you, man. Thank you. According to Blowhard, it should have been, a, I guess, another dog fighter as the judge. Boy, you're rough on Blowhard here today. You're rough on Blowhard. You know he listens to all that radio when he watches that TV. Um, Chris, you're my face. Hey, uh, Monty, it's a sad day. I feel my 21-year marriage crumbling right now because gays can get married. People are fucked up. And Blowhard is just stuck in his ways, which is obvious by all the things he loves and talks about from the past. The guy is not evolving. Now, to my point, uh, my understanding was this judge was nominated by Ronald Reagan for some, you know, uppity-up judgeship, and he was deemed too conservative and never got the job until George Bush Sr. got in the job. So apparently he's a gay conservative judge. I, I can't ask for anything more, you know, balanced than that. Um, all right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Tim in Westchester. You're on a fez. What's up, buddies? Yeah. Ronnie B., congratulations on the two radio shows. Appreciate um, it. Fezzi, I'm on your side on this one, and I think the, I, I guess I'm, I'm kind of torn with what Blowhard was saying. Is I, I think he is a bigot. However, um, I think that the issue that people are taking is that this guy, the issue is too close to home for him, for him to legislate on it. So just like a doctor can't go into surgery and operate on his own kid or a family member because it's too close to home, I think that might be what the case might be on this one. Okay, That's so let's I let's say a judge is on the bench and is is married, has a wife, and a murder case comes by where someone's wife was killed. 
He's too close to that. He has a Some, wife. Yeah, sometimes the people have to do that. If they come in with their own opinion like that before the facts, they, they should put it up. And judges do it all the time. Judges say all the time, you know, I'm too close to this. Like in the case of, you know, something coming up. Hey, I've been through this. Now, the guy could have done it. I tend to agree with you that, um, you know, you could be gay and look at this to see whether it's constitutional or not. Um, but I see what Blowhard's saying, that, you know, he's worried about an activist judge. Uh, let's go over here to Andrew in Texas. You're on Run Fez. Hey, uh, this matter either way really doesn't matter to me personally, but I've just got a question. Fez seems to stand up for gay rights and, and back those wholeheartedly and be an activist in some aspects, but he can't come out and say what he is. I mean, if you're proud of it and you want it to go through, then why can't you stand up and say, hey, this is what I am and this is why I fight for it? It doesn't matter what I am. I can speak on anything I want to. It doesn't matter. Uh, let's go over here to uh, John. North Carolina, you're on my Fez. Hey, guys. Um, just wanted to let Fez know why this is a good day in the homosexual community. Um, the, if you read the verbiage, the way this verdict is written, uh, it's actually very well written. The legalese used is going to make it very difficult for any of the further appeals to actually overturn this decision. Um, I read a little bit of it. It's really long. It's like 160-something pages, so I definitely didn't read the whole thing. But uh, the judge put a lot of thought into this verdict, and it's actually, I think, even though regardless of the way it was determined, it was going to go further, I think it's actually going to end up going in, in favor of gay marriage. Well, it'll be interesting, uh, but it does need to move along the way it should have in the first place. Is it constitutional for gays to marry each other? Period. I don't see what else we're even fucking dealing with. And, you know, to back to Blowhard's thing, if you put things up to uh, local fucking laws, you think people would have ramps for wheelchairs? I know I would have, wouldn't have at my fucking place. They had to come in and fucking say, um, hey, we're going to start finding the shit out of you guys unless you have a wheelchair ramp. And we go, all right, fuck it. We'll put one in, but they still have to come through the kitchen. You know, you don't sit around and think about minorities all the time. When you're the majority. So fucking give me. Um, let's uh, go over here to uh, Josh. Josh in Arkansas. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah. Hey, uh, like I said, I mean, you know, I mean, if this Proposition 8 does go through and they do rule it unconstitutional, I mean, with that, I would think that the U.S. military would have to say if it's unconstitutional, it would be your right to marry a guy or a girl of the same sex. I mean, I mean... Me being a veteran, how disrespectful would that be for someone in uniform to be married to the same sex? And this is the way I look at it. How is it disrespectful? He's a veteran. Yes, but I mean... I mean, it's... that's a slap in the face for everything that anyone who's ever been in the military has ever fought. But I thought that's everyone... I mean, everyone. I've never been in the military, but I thought everyone in the military fought and defended the Constitution and the freedoms of the United States. Right, so it would be disrespectful for uh, two guys to uh, exercise that freedom that you guys serve for? In I th my opinion, I think, I think it is. And I, I think just the opposite. Probably 90% of people in the military, they will say the exact same thing. Well, actually, you can marry in the military to other people in the military. We have the Navy. 
so <laughs> they do it all the time. Um, again, Fez, there's the guy's opinion. Mm-hmm. And he's the, given the opinion of the other people in the military. It's going to shock you here, but there are a lot of people who have this fucking, you know, no matter what happens with the constitutional rights, whatever, you're going to have a certain uh, prejudice that'll probably carry on a few decades. And even then, even then, people then will just be secretly prejudiced. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I'm just trying to explain to him, you know, he wants he wanted to talk You've to done freedom. a fine job. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's sarcasm. Oh. I thought you knew that. Went over my head again. Well, even that last thing when I said I was being sarcastic, uh huh, that was sarcastic. That was more sarcasm? I really thought you did great. He said sarcastically. That sarcasm? 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Tim, you're on Run-FEZ. Hey, guys. Uh, going back to Blowhard and using the whole straw man argument about the judge, mm-hmm. there's no real evidence out there that he's gay. And he was actually appointed by Ronald Reagan when he was president. Ronald Reagan was gay. Apparently he was. Ronald Reagan blew the director of Hellcats in the Navy. That's a fucking known rumor. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Mark in South Carolina. Hey, Ronnie. Sound like a million bucks. Thank you, my friend. Hey, I was calling to say that I completely disagree with Fez. Uh, Fez, I'm a gay man. Oh. Uh, been gay most of my life, not saying you are or whatever you are, but uh, what gives, I'm against gays being married because you know what, I'm different, I want to be different. What makes you think that everybody wants to be just like you, Fez? I didn't say every gay person has to get married. If you don't want to get married, don't get married then, my friend. But But the thing is, Fez, you say you're standing up for gay people. You can't even stand up for yourself. You're more worried about where your keys are or your cat. How can you be an activist? Oh, I'm not worried about that cat. It could go off the balcony for all I care. You know, just look at the Roman Empire. They started letting uh, gays into the Senate and everything else, and Mm. look where they are now. We're only 200 years old, and we're trying to just ratify and make everything PC and everything perfect. That's baloney, Fez. And you don't think gays should run for the Senate? Let everyone live their own life, not force their lives into everyone else. That's exactly what this is about. No, it's not. People getting to live their own lives. People getting to marry the person of their choosing, if they so wish. That's the thing. They already have the civil union. Now they said, no, that's not good enough. We want to do exactly what you do. Well, you know what? I don't want to be a fireman. But then you know don't what? be I a fireman. Exactly. No, just because like I'm just not, like the gay I'm marriage not. isn't being forced into churches. Just like sure it's it is. no, it's, it's not. It will be. Where are they going to get married? Well, we have a right to get married. Cat City so Hall. Right Cat fight. Where we go? That's what I'm saying, Fez. And you don't like anyone's opinion that's against yours. And you have a hissy fit. A good point. Every time you do. Do you hear me having a hissy fit? You kind of. Yes, I do. You're kind of having a hissy fit. This is not a hissy fit. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're going to cuss me out like you did the other guy. Have Fred. I? You will, if you get mad enough. And I, didn't, and I didn't cuss out the other guy. You've cussed out people on the radio, Fez, all the time. I use the, the F word. Yes, you, on, other th- on other days. I haven't cussed anyone out today. You but are so confused, Mark. 
I am not confused. I see things for what they are, Fez, and you just get riled up and aggravated. And you know what? The day's young. You haven't heard me riled up today. All right, I'm going to, yeah, I know. I'm going to move on because it's like a, it's like a slow motion argument. I got to move on from there uh, to keep a certain amount of interest. Uh, Hicks, do you care one way or the other? I'm sure the Supreme Court will knock it down. Oh, you think it will be? Yeah. I don't trust those old judges. Well, they're not uh, as old as they used to be. Oh, yeah, they're dying off, aren't and they? And there's three broads <laughs> on it now. And they're like, everybody's nice. Oh, you know who's gay? My cousin. They have their own fucking activism. My cousin's gay, and he's nice. Um, let's go over here to uh, Greg. Greg, you're in Why do you worry about marriage when you can't even get a date? All right, that's not important. Floyd, Texas, you're in yeah, Fez, I'm happy. Uh, maybe uh, they'll learn how to uh, join society, have all the responsibilities that we have, uh, and stop, uh, you know, sleeping around. You'd be monogamous, and maybe stop stop disease. And Fez, you better get a. a you know a, what? Uh, Here's a funny thing. Like that has ever worked for heterosexuals? That's why I'm fucking saying. What do you even want to get married for? Most of the people you meet are married. Have all kinds of fucking problems with marriage. Why can't gays be fucking smarter and bring something new? Bring something better? The whole marriage thing is shit. Shit. If there was a pill that failed half the time, you wouldn't fucking swallow it. And as going back to the other gay guy... Bruce Valance said the same thing, Fezzi, when he did the thing. He's mm -hmm. not for gay marriage. He thinks it's a fucking embarrassment that gays in this day and age want to become as dull and boring as suburban straights. You want to be counterculture. Who wants to be part of the great mainstream? Be as fucking idiotic as your own parents were. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ-866. Ron, zero fez. Look who it is. Cigars and scotch. How are you? Um, whoops. Cigars and scotch. Hey, what's going on? So the whole problem is the term marriage. It's In this day and age, it's archaic for the state to say who's married. It's a religious sacrament. Well, I think every marriage currently should fall under civil liberties union. It's, it's, the fact that like, a gay couple doesn't have the same rights is bullshit. It's, it's like an embarrassment socially for us. But at the same time, you can see where the church is pissed off because it's their club, their rules, or, you know, even like a Jewish organization. But you know what? The fucking, the, the, let's be honest about this. The church has no heat except for what we give it. If you decide yeah. to get divorced, it ain't up to the fucking church to say who's right and who's wrong and who should get what. That church ceremony is fucking bullshit. You can't have this church ceremony without going to fucking town hall and signing some dumb paper, which, oddly enough, most people don't even act like is the big deal. That's the big fucking deal. That paper that you're acting like, well, that's nothing. That's the fucking big deal, Fez. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Let's go back to uh, California. Here's Paul. Paul, you're on a Fez. Hey, Ron Fez. How you doing? It's, Good, uh... 
I'm a uh, major in the United States Marine Corps, oh, and I uh, just wanted to comment on uh, on gays in the military. Somebody said there was like 90% that were against it, and uh, that's, I don't think that's true. Um, I think they tried to make the same argument with uh, blacks in the military and women in the military. It just doesn't right. hold water. Um, I'm poor. You know, who's ever going to help me win this war? If it's gays, if it's uh, blacks. Women, Paul, you know, I'm all for it. When's the last um, time, all... Paul, now that you brought it up, when's the last time we did outright win a war? Yeah, it's been a while. An outright win, Paul, that's what we'd like. A route. I'm with you. I need, I need an outright win here also, and, and who's ever going to come on board to help us do it, we need that. So uh, uh, if it's, if it's gays, I'm all for it. I don't, I don't, I'm not opposed to, uh, you know, sharing a, uh, a fighting hole with a, a gay Marine. Mm. You know, I don't. I don't think that he's gonna. I'm not afraid that he's gonna jump on me and start uh, humping my leg, or you know, want to get. You know, that, that just isn't gonna happen in the military. We're not gonna let that happen. So I mean, we don't. We don't. Uh, we don't allow that with. Uh, you know, women. We don't. Uh, just you know, it's not a, just a free orgy session or something over here. Um, so who so, are the guys that are always saying when you hear about these veterans uh, that are saying we can't put up with gays in the military? Who are those kind of people, Paul? You're saying they're not the normal military person. Uh, I think there's a long-standing. You know, I think the uh, the military definitely has its background in uh, uh, homophobes. Right. Um, uh, you know, I, and I think that's just a paradigm that needs to be uh, broken, just like. Back in the days when we, you know, they said, you know, blacks can fight. Why? How come blacks can fight for uh, uh, the United States? Right. And you know, we, we ended up, uh, you know, they're the, the in the Marine Corps we call them uh, light green or dark green. We don't see black, white, yellow, any of that stuff. It's we're all one. We're just a Marine. The odd so. thing is, I can tell the difference between the races. I don't know what it is. I guess my eyes are just unbelievably great. You're really good at it, Paul. Thank you so much for calling today, buddy. Okay, you guys have a good one. All right, peace. And get us a victory once. And what do I got to go back to 45 before it was an outright win? Spent a lot of money on you guys. A lot of money, a lot of time. Dropping the ball. Get me a W every once in a while. Come back with a W. Uh, it is the Run of Fez show. Fez Watley. Um, yeah, you're going back and forth between happy and frustrated. But like he brought up there in the military, it wasn't that long ago, oh, black people can't be in the same... These things would take time. And quite frankly, uh, it needs to get to the Supreme Court so it can be over with. If it means anything to you, Fez, I think history's on your side. Thank you. It's not a matter of thank you, because you didn't even know you felt... I felt this way decades before you did. Mm -hmm. So it isn't. This isn't yours. It's whether it's right or not. But it needs to be fucking put out there. Um, eight six six run zero fez. Eight six six run zero fez. Um, bueno, you're on run fez. Palm Springs, hey, California. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, Fezzy, Ronnie. I'm from New York originally, but like I said, I was telling the screen, I live out on Palm Springs now. And when they passed that whole prop, whatever, uh, a couple years ago, I, I was a little bit offended. I'm a Christian. I don't believe in, you know, homosexuality, but that's not the point. Whenever you pass laws by vote to limit the rights of a minority, you're going into dangerous waters, brother. 
So, again, it doesn't matter what I personally feel. If I don't believe in homosexuality, I won't practice it. But for you, again, to pass laws to limit the rights of a specific minority, that's unconstitutional. And, uh, well, fortunately, uh, we've passed the state uh, law that will be repealed, and that ruling was, was, uh, was the correct one in this case. See you later. Uh, and it'll probably be a couple more after this. Here's Steve in Denver. You're on my face. How you doing? Um, let's forget about for a second the uh, uh, church, the judges, and the, and the laws, and focus on our language, because we think in our language, and marriage is a very you know, strong word, so until the gay men or gay women will figure out how to produce babies without outside help, like you know, like, you know sperm banks and stuff, then they cannot call it marriage, because the, the marriage, the result of marriage is making babies. So until they will figure out how to do it on their own, they don't call it marriage. That's my point. Thank you. Okay, here's Scott. Scott in Tampa Bay. Hey, Ron. Um, I, I agree with both of you, but my real problem is why don't we make this a contract, you know, a legal contract? We have straight people right now that aren't taking care of their children once they separate. Why, why don't we make this a contract and make it legal? Write it in here. This is what's going to happen. That way it doesn't matter whether it's man, man, woman, woman, man or woman. Marriage is not working right now for normal people. Period. Would- That's That was always my point. You're wanting to leap on a broken fucking uh, train. It doesn't make any sense to me that the gays somehow think we want to be doing this. You could be fucking... You could be pulling a whole new cart for everybody. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Let's head over here to Tony, New Hampshire. You're on my fez. Uh, Yeah, I was just wondering where where was pro-constitutional Fezzy a month ago when he wanted to take guns away from everybody? Yeah, that's, um, I'm against guns. I'm giving my opinions on these things. So what that you? makes you some kind of a gun bigot, the same thing that fucking, you know, your same thing that you and um, Blowhard had a difference of opinion before, that suddenly he that defines you. Um, but the gentleman's right. The Constitution protects the guns. You, in this one case, are against it. Not based on anything more than opinion. Just opinion. But this one you don't take as personal. No, that's true. There's not a lot of consistency there. No. Uh, so, and I think people have a tendency to do that. They're just like, I want what I want. I want what I want. Like a little fucking baby. It's, some, it's the way all Americans are. Like little fucking babies. Then they will hide behind a flag or act like the flag got shit on. But really, it's only what they want. And if you found out all right, you voted against it. And they said, the government's going to hand out free TVs. And you're like, fuck, that's crazy. As soon as the government was handing out free TVs, you'd be fucking standing in line and trying to get your neighbor to fucking give you his TV. And you wouldn't give a fuck. Are they 3D TVs? Is that the new thing, 3D TVs? Well, there's no programming for them, but they're coming out. But what are you going to do? you got to sit in your house with a pair of glasses on? I think so. I think they're trying to make them that you don't need the glasses, too. I think they're trying to do both. I think so far the ones that have come out, like the Sonys, you wear glasses. Yeah, yeah well, if they have them without glasses, they ain't going to work. Or else just make the TV 3D. 
And nobody, don't even bring it up to me. Just fucking do it. Fuck, is that real life on TV? <laughs> These are the same people that won't look out their window. You want to see 3D? Take a fucking gander out your window, you fucking couch idiot. All these cocks. All these cocks. Um, CB, CP, you're on the run of fish show. Yeah, Ronnie, uh, did you ever find Chris Stanley? I checked the website this morning and there was no mention. I'm kind of worried. I put up a, uh, a website called uh, findchrisstanley.com. Here I is. Find the glass. Oh, there he is. All right, take down the website then. I love your new character. It's really catching on. And I'm trying to get Here I Is Behind a Glass T-shirts available to you, the listener. I haven't run it past Cross, but what I like to do is take the next 1,800 callers and have them, hand them out. Now, quite frankly, I haven't got the okay on that yet. Fez, would you trade uh, gay marriage if... Everybody had to carry a gun. Everyone? Yeah. No, that, uh, I don't know. That's, that's, yes, I would. Yes, I would. So it would be okay for you, gay marriage, everyone had to have a gun and fucking use it once an hour. Oh, I didn't know they had to use it once an hour. Well, why else you going to be carrying a gun? Hell yeah. Um, Angel Fuck actually sent us some stuff about this uh, judge. And we'll have to read into this. Um, let's go over here to uh, Derek Montana. You're on Run Fest. Yeah, I don't see why anybody gives a shit. I don't. You don't either? Why would I? Why does anybody care? I don't care who... F anyone who gets fucking married now... I always look at them like they got a good chance they're at least half a loser. And I don't... I have been... I've been to probably one wedding in 10 years. And those were people who kind of waited to get married. This whole thing of, we're 22 and get married? Fuck you. You're not getting anything out of me. See, I'm 25 and all my buddies are getting married and I don't see the fucking point. No, they're all assholes. I got a, I got a gay stepbrother and he... Wants to get married? I say go for it. You got a gay stepbrother, you probably ought to blow him. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Matt, what can we do for you? Go ahead, Matt. Hey, I got a scenario for, uh, for Fez. Yeah. What you got? Fez, say you're, uh, say you're a gay man, you're married, and, uh, and, you know, you're at your uh, nice little house, picket fence dog, and uh, a, a uh, bigot like Blowhard shows up with a gun. He's ready to kill you. What are you going to do now that you're gay and you don't have a gun? I would probably call the police. Oh, well, that's way First of all, good said. luck to fucking Blowhard if he wants to come over Buzzsaw Watley's house. Because he's going to be introduced... The Fez's Fist. And that's right, I'm talking about Ziggy Stardust and the Thin White Duke. Always waiting at all time. Um, all right, we do have to take a uh, break here.
uh, good stuff coming up, including the fact I took care of two major things for America yesterday, the way any hero would. And also good news, a new sleeve song. All coming up after the jump. Listening to the Ron and Fez show on the virus. Period 197, XM202. Who are you? The Antichrist. You got me in a vendetta kind of mood. You tell the angels in heaven you never seen evil so singularly personified as you did in the face of the man who killed you. Fez show, eight six six, Ron zero Fez, Fez not Fez. You're not Fez, you're Fez. But I'm bubbly. I was just answering back this guy Wes. Let you have an hour of the show. Because I wrote back to him, you're e- like your email. Stop acting like your email matters. And he does a big crybaby thing. Fez, you were locked in. You were locked in. Thank you. I don't mean it in a good way. I just oh. meant that you were there. Why does it always have to come back to thank you? Because I can't tell what's compliments or not, so I'm, I'm trying to err on the side of thanking. Uh, here's Shower Bench, your big uh, liberal friend, Fez, mm-hmm. who 100% is against gay marriage. All about civil unions. But that's that Catholic thing. You know how they are. All right, I want to get into the uh, great hero stuff that we did yesterday. Uh, the dog shooting in Baltimore uh, will now be fully investigated. They're going to be looking into it. Yes, you're welcome, dog lovers. Especially you people at PETA. Yeah, I eat meat, but I'm not saying I want to get see get shot in a dog park. How's that? Again, like Fez, it's not 100% here. Oh, and then the other thing is find Chris Coles. Uh, find Chris Coles. Uh... And uh, we did find him yesterday, cruising around Idaho on his way to Seattle. He just didn't tell anybody he was taking a road trip. They said he was ecstatic when they found him, just like having a great time. Now, if only I could find Chris Stanley at findchrisstanley.com. Yeah, is on the glass. All right, I found him. Call off the search. He's ecstatic. And he's behind the glass. He was just on vacation. 
Uh, Fez, as you know, this has been uh, the week of sleeves. Uh, not only does our good buddy Sleeves have a new song, but Sleeves is what pushed Molly's over the top in their chance to become the cupcake uh, war winner. And there ain't no war like a cupcake war. We all know that. Um, and Sleeves has done a song in honor of Sleeves. Let's take a listen. In the chocolate underground I found a butterfinger buried Butterscotch and nosh and peanut butter all were married Molly's cupcakes won the cupcake wars Now you can eat your Ronnie B and listen more If you sink into the frosting of this sinful culinary Delicious buttercup of cake you'll be forever merry Molly's cupcakes won the cupcake wars Eat the winning Ronnie B and listen to his show That's a delicious cupcake no idea what he said here at the end, Dio. No, I heard cuppy cake, but I don't know what was before that. Cuppy cake. Well, we're all really, really excited for him. Uh, let's keep going now, Fuzzy, because you kind of hijacked the... Ichiban. The Ichibans, which are the big story of the day. Uh, here is Ryan. Ryan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies, I got a Brett Favre Ichiban for you. Yeah. Apparently, Brett's retired from the NFL to take up porn. He's uh, uh, apparently sent a few pictures to a woman that was following him uh, while he was grabbing his meat rod, sitting there in a full pose, and laying in bed completely naked. Um, I, now, I haven't heard any of this, Fez. What, is it, what exactly is the story? This is apparently from uh, Jen Sturger. She um, she was someone who was a Jet sideline reporter in-house, I guess, did things for their website. And she's saying uh, when Brett Favre was with the Jets, he was texting her pictures of his dick. So how did he ever get her text number? Um, I guess working together at the Jets, she probably gave it to him. Hmm. Seems very odd. And then, uh, and then he started sending photos of his dick, allegedly. It's not a real dick; it's an alleged dick. And they said they could tell it was him because it's the same watch he had on. Like, well, he also something. his number. Uh, he always keeps his number on his dick. Four. I uh, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to see the pictures. I don't care. Why does it take you three fucking years to become offended over this, honey? She's running out of money. <laughs> You got a yeah. You got a Hall of Fame dick pic. Why not just enjoy yourself? Why not blow it up, get them to sign it, and put it up there in your living room? Oh, you framed that shit. Nice cock picture in your living room. Yeah, I mean, why are we supposed to be mad at him for this, Fuzz? Oh, um, I think it's because—is uh, it going to affect his decision if he's going to come back to the Vikings or not? That is a picture of his dick is out there. He's the one who sent it. Yeah, well, it's maybe he doesn't want to deal with this. Is this going to blow up in his face his like with Tiger Woods? Now, this would not... I mean, why do we care that this woman has this picture? Apparently, it didn't offend her for two years. Uh, I don't know. It's almost like you can't trust women anymore. You know, we had a close enough relationship where he thought to her, she'll enjoy a nice picture of my cock. She held it for two years and then decided... I want the world to see what he saw me. Not that he's in danger to her or he crossed the line. Two years fucking passed. Two fucking years. I don't 
get how these things come up. And whether or not he goes back to the Vikings, I told you for fucking years. I don't care. It's up to him. If he signs, I'll watch. If he doesn't sign, I'll be watching the new guy. All the rest of it is just crazy talk. She said it was sent from someone who, uh, she's uh, from Brett Lorenzo Favre, using basically his full name. Maybe that's the way his thing's set up. Maybe that's the way his uh, phone and email set up. His middle name's Lorenzo. Ronan is Benzo. So he may not want to follow any, uh, face any public scrutiny over this thing. If it gets bigger and bigger. His dick? No, the, uh, the story. Um, all right, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Ken Burns, Fezzy, who makes all the documentaries, um, jazz, blues, baseball. Um, he was given his opinions on Showboat and Pete Rose. And he said Pete Rose should get into the Hall of Fame, but after he dies, because Pete should never know that he's in the Hall of Fame. That sounds like a legitimate offer there. That sounds like a nice compromise. Yes, Pete, you're going to get to go in the Hall of Fame, but you will never, ever enjoy it. So what that means is... Uh, we will use Pete, but he can't enjoy it. You know what I mean? We'll say, oh, look what we have great. We have Pete Rose, but we don't want him to enjoy it. We want to enjoy him. He can't enjoy being in the hall. What if his ghost uh, haunts the Hall of Fame? Fezzi believes. Uh, Fez did have a sighting of three ghosts yesterday. Nina, Pinta, Santa Maria. Ken Burns is being a real fucking dick here. Just put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. It's, it's, it's worthless if he's in after he's dead. He wasn't going in anyway. This is at least something for him. This is uh, this is at How's least how's it for him? The whole point of this is you will never be part of this, Pete. But we will get to say, oh, let's look at Pete's career. Poor shit. But you can't enjoy it. It's fucking hack, kind of. And anyway, it doesn't matter because. Uh, uh, you know, Ken Burns doesn't have jack shit to do with this. He makes documentaries. He doesn't fucking let people in the Hall of Fame. He's on the board or whatever? <laughs> I don't think he is. He should be because he has the same haircut as Pete Rose. He may have to step down and say that he's prejudiced. Uh, Pat. Pat, you're on my face. Hey, guys. Hey there, Fizzy. You sound like a million bucks today. You sound really good. What can we do for you? Hey, uh, I wanted to ask you if you're going to come and join us over here on the bandwagon for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays now that they're in first place. Well, um, and no, I was never on the bandwagon, and one reason I'm not is I never see the Tampa Bay area on the bandwagon. Still, even this year? Yeah, um, I did. I tuned in to some of the Rays Yankees on Sunday, and when A Rod was going for a 600th home run. The amount of Yankee fans in the, at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg cheering them on with A-Rod posters, 600 posters, 
You know, it, the, the only reason those games sell out is when it's the Yankee fans doing it. I'm not jumping on the bandwagon until the Tampa Bay area does. That's embarrassing to them. To sit there, they're, they're trying to get into a tie for first place, and they don't even have the support of the hometown crowd. Now, when you said you tuned in, Fess, mm-hmm. you have a tuner on your TV? How you doing that? I turned on the channel that the Yankees and Rays were on. And that's considered tuned? Well, I was tuned to the show, tuned to the game. How do you do that without a tuner? Yeah, I guess I clicked on the game. Oh. Well, you let me know. I would like to click in. I'd like to click in with you. Uh, so your problem is that a lot of Yankee fans live in the Bay Area and go to Yankee games. Yeah, well, that's, it's that there's not uh, a lot of Ray fans to sell out these games. They're not sold out if it's not the Yankees. So even if it's not New York in town, the Rays aren't selling out. And they're having an, a great season, and the people aren't showing up to appreciate them. Um, so what happens when they're not playing the Yankees? Then it's like a... Stead? Yeah, it's like a half-full stadium. Really? I don't know. I don't yeah. watch these games. I can't pull it out. I'm, I'm getting the information from you. Yeah, they I have don't no sell idea. out anything. Um... Mitch, Mitch, you're on Fez. Hey, guys. Uh, Ronnie, I just got a question for you. I was wondering if you ever think about switching up the show a little bit. After listening to ONA this week, you realize how much Anthony really hates the listeners. So does Fez. So why don't you team up with Opie and uh, Fez, you can team up with Anthony. Let me tell you something. If it was an Ant and Fez show, I guarantee you they'd have one listener, me. I'd be listening and laughing along. Loving it. And then, if I was in here with uh, Opie, I'd actually be saying, Opie, do we really need to have all these comics here all the time? I can't hear myself think in this room, it's so loud. Well, I miss the Afro shows, so. Well, I was in not too long ago, but I got to get up a little earlier in the morning. I want to come in and do Afro shows with the boys, I really do. Well, they need to stay with you. Well, the problem is, is like, this isn't the big fun, hey, we're having beers after the show place. All right? This place stinks like suits. What about beers during the show? Those days are over. All right, I love you guys. All right, peace. Uh, but you don't have to agree with that every call either. Don't let that guy get to you. Okay, thank you. Don't say thank you to me. You don't need me to give it to you. Uh, you're your own man, right? Yes. You don't need to appreciate. You don't need to thank. And you don't need to give me those compliments you gave me yesterday. You're a what? A person. And you have your own what? Thoughts. Okay. When you're answering like that, it kind of comes off like you don't. Uh, John, New York. Yeah, hey, Ronnie. Uh, one day ask Fez. I know people down in Tampa, and I know a lot of people are doing the same thing as he is. They're doing, like, that holding pattern, like, oh, I'll get on board when everyone else does. And it's like, just get on board, maybe more people will, you know? Why can't you be the crazy George of the uh, race, Fezzy? Well, I don't live there to go to the games, but I would tell people, go out and support that team. They're having them? a great season. You loving them? I don't love them. It doesn't. I don't watch who's, baseball. Who's the catcher for them this year? I have no idea. Second base, no clue. First, not a not a hint. If they win the World Series, will you get the tattoo? Yes, I will. 
866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866 ron zero Um, Craig, you're on run yeah, I was just calling to see if we can bring back Shock and Jock. Uh, big problem. Uh, Shock still doing it. Uh, Jock the, decided he's on NPR and doing straight reads. Straight reads. Have you talked to him lately, uh, Hicks? Uh, no, I haven't talked to him in a few days, no. Not putting his personality in that new thing, though, huh? Well, yeah, well, he has the news podcast. I think he's injecting his his personality a little bit into the during the regular show when he talks, interacts with them. Uh, oh, McBride. I didn't know that he interacts. Yeah. Oh, that's great. No, yeah, he, he actually they go back and forth him and this Michelle McBride woman. But then, All there's, right. then there's like a podcast or not podcast, but just a news program he does. Yeah, I heard that. That's yeah. just the straight. Yeah. Uh, Rick FL, you're on my face. Hey, Dick Holder, 941, checking in, buddy. All right, buddy. I will say this, that news per... What's the name of the show? The girl's name? Michelle McBride. She's a lot better than Sam. A lot better than Sam. Uh, what can we do for you, Rick? Hey, I live down here in uh, Sarasota, and about 40 minutes from the stadium. Um, the raise attendance is up about 30 or 40% from 2008 when they made the World Series. They're, they're looking about eighteen to 19,000 on average, which... Compared to the ten thousand to twelve they were getting a few years ago, is pretty good. I I assume. Um, Fuzzy, this uh, shock you? Do you have any idea? Um, yeah, I'm not believing it. Why? Why would Rick lie? Um, I have no thirty or forty percent is not true. It's, it's it's. I'm looking at a story right here. How Rays fans are staying home in Tampa Bay, and if you do look at them on TV when it's not a Yankees day or a Red Sox day. Uh, that you see how empty the stadium is, and so, I and my brother goes. My brother has tickets. If if you were if you lived there, would you be going to the games, Fez? I would be supporting them. Yes, if I lived there. So John, so, yeah, you don't. I go to about a game a week. You know, just as a single, I go up and buy a ticket right at the right at the gate, and it's not difficult. But you're also talking about a large working class community down here who. You know, a 7 o'clock game, and you're not getting out of work until 6, 6.30 some nights. It's hard to get there. They need to have the games night. later, Fez, because people work late. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a city of retirees. No, it really isn't. Tampa Bay community has really dropped their age market in the last 5 to 10 years. You're looking at more of a community of 20 and 30-year-olds than retirees. That's just not true. So they're basically getting about 50% attendance overall. From what I'm reading here from the St. Petersburg Times, of what right. the, of what the drop holds. A few years ago, when you were getting maybe 35 percent of the stadium filled, that's a great improvement. You gotta, it's not 40 percent, really like you said. 30 percent. He had an overall. On an overall, yes, it's about 30 percent more than what was coming in. Yeah, but it's 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 still half full for a team that could be going to another World Series. It's ridiculous. They don't get supported in that team. I'm not going to support them. You're not going to support them because no one supports them? Exactly. It's, they so don't... you need somebody to support somebody when they're supported. That town doesn't deserve a World Series championship. That town needs an enema. Uh, Bob, Bob, what is your job? You're on the Run Fest show. Hey, uh, my job is selling new Chevrolets with Sirius XM in them, my friend. Beautiful. Keep moving. Hey, uh, I, I have a comment, Ronnie. Yeah. Uh, it's, we're kind of going back a little bit, but 
the Baseball Writers Association of America are a bunch of fucking pricks. It's the hardest Hall of Fame to get in. Therefore, uh, my theory is it's the only legitimate Hall of Fame. Uh, there are a lot of people that should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame that aren't. You go to the NFL Hall of Fame, it's full of a bunch of ham and eggers. Uh, and don't even get me started on the Basketball Hall of Fame. Well, nobody seems to even... Basketball Hall of Fame, uh, and even Football Hall of Fame, it's not that popular. It's not nearly as popular as the Baseball Hall of Fame. I, and I've been, I've been to both. And no one cares about going to Canton, and everybody cares about going to Cooperstown. It's a religious experience going to Cooperstown, Ronnie. Yeah, it is. It's phenomenal. Uh, but I have been to Canton, and you're just like, all right, we're in and out, and that's it. Well, uh, there is a lot to say, be said for making things hard. That's the same way with the, that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They've let so many people in that basically if you've had hit records and people know your name, you get to go there. So you don't have that kind of cream of the cream of the crop. It just doesn't happen. All right, thank you, Bob. Uh, all right, thanks, Keep Ronnie. moving those uh, wheels. And those radios with it. Here's Reno. You're on my face. Hey, guys. Unfortunately, Ron is right about Tampa Bay Stadium being empty. They pump crowd noise through the speakers through every game. It's really freaking annoying. If the stadium was full, they wouldn't do it. Why don't they just yell out, let's go crowd noise, and fucking, you know, or turn up the volume on the crowd noise. People are tuning in. Let's turn our tuners and turn up the uh, crowd noise. Fez Watley, you're on today. Uh, it's Fez's back, 2010 version. What are we uh, looking at in Fez's life? What's happening? Um, they were saying that, uh, Time Warner was saying that uh, ad rates for Conan O'Brien's new show on TBS are on par with broadcast television. They're on jack par with them. Well, the ad rates are. It doesn't mean that people are going to be watching. Those ad rates will change three days after he goes on the air one way or the other when you see what happens. So the ad rates are, as we like to say, Fez, negotiable. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking with a cable to get on par with network television, I think for eventually for it to be absolutely equal will be the day a cable channel like ESPN or TBS hosts the Super Bowl. I think at that point it'll still well, be e even. ESPN kind of hosts the Super Bowl with ABC, um, you know, they're in partnership since they're all owned by the same company. They just don't have the game themselves. But the only thing that matters is how many people are watching. Mm -hmm. And that's how they will. They won't go, well, more people are watching on this. They just sell the demos. Uh, yeah. It was Remember in radio when we worked in terrestrial? Yeah. That's how TV works. Oh, okay. I see. I thought like the like the demos had to be there for a TBS to or a ESPN to actually get the Super Bowl. I guess I was working backwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Super Bowl is just one game, but they sell those fucking demos for the Super Bowl, and that's and normally you end up probably losing money on the Super Bowl, but it's good for the network to have because they get to run all their programming and you know all their promos. But if Letterman is on TBS or on uh, CBS or NBC, they're just selling the demos. Nothing else. It's not like, oh, we'll pay more money to be on CBS. Mm -hmm. We're just paying for eyes.
Yeah, I've noticed that. Uh, I was just kind of trying to pay attention to my own viewing. I am so much more cable than network. There is just not much that the broadcast channels are offering anymore. Well, we've been talking about this for, what, five, six years, that um, 90% of the fucking, you know, cooler shows. All right, let's take uh, Louie. Mm-hmm. We all go to FX to watch Louie. They couldn't put him on NBC. They couldn't put that show the way it's done on NBC because you can't find that. You know, you would offend too many church-going folk. So you put them over on FX, and then the people that want to find them, go find them there. I don't even think they could get Entourage on broadcast television. Um, no, they, they couldn't. There's uh, anal sex, like last week. Creepy, creepy anal sex. Uh, midget anal sex. So uh, you would have people going, well, uh, this is outrageous. Outrageous, I tell you. On HBO, we don't care. We don't care on HBO. Um, Joe, you're on the Running Fest show. Hey, Ronnie, how's it going, bud? Hey, uh, I think a lot of that sports thing in Tampa Bay is a lot of demographics. I mean, I was born and raised in Pittsburgh, and the Steelers are beloved, but the Pirates are hated. I mean, I was there in 79 when they won the World Series, and hardly anybody showed up. There are some towns that are not sports towns. Um, Yeah. Tampa jumped into this thing many years ago with this love of, you know, our our area is growing, so exactly. we should be a big league town. Phoenix does the same thing. All the Sunbelt cities do that. The problem is, if you just because you move down there doesn't mean you suddenly are going to give up the, the teams that you like when you're a kid. That's why Yankee fans show up, because they're New Yorkers. Move to Florida, still follow their same team. It happens exactly the same with the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers do not have a gigantic fan base. Even when they won the Super Bowl, how many people showed up at their parade fest? 100,000. How many people were in their stadium? Uh, 72,000. So really, you're only talking about another 28,000 people that are season ticket holders. That's fucking crazy small. Um, now, when they went to the Super Bowl, there was this long line of people that wanted season tickets. Right, yeah, the waiting how, list. How many people want it now? Uh, now there is no waiting list. So, again, it's because sports are not ingrained into that fucking community. I don't necessarily even think of it as a bad thing. I think that when you move to Florida or Arizona or something, you want to get away from the same shit that you grew up with. You know, you're not looking for a new fucking Steelers. You'll go anywhere in in the country and there'll be some kind of Steelers bar. But that also means because those people left Pittsburgh because it no longer was the future. It's the past. Uh, Holly, you're on the Run Fed show. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. Well, my, my thing on this is I work in Tampa, and so the days that they play the Red Sox or the Yankees, you can't get across the hard Franklin Bridge. It's a freaking nightmare. Right. My thing, but the thing is, is they've been talking about building a new stadium because that thing looks like a freaking spaceship, and it's the ugliest thing inside. But they're saying that, you know, Tampa doesn't have the rights that St. Pete has this contract for the you know 27 years and the whole nine yards. What they need to do is move the stadium closer to Tampa, and I think that they'd get a bigger fan base because I think that unless you live on St. Pete Beach or 
on Davis Island, the people in St. Pete, they don't have the money to go out to all these games. They don't have the money to buy season tickets. They need to move it to Tampa where the money is and the people, because they're just not willing to travel across that bridge to get all the way over there to go to the games. Yeah, I mean, it's only one, it's the Tampa Bay area because it kind of work to their benefit for that way, but the lifestyle doesn't go that way. No more than the people in Oakland go over to, to San Francisco on a daily basis. It's not going to happen. Who wants to go over a bridge for any, everything to do? It's, just, it's, it's actually two different communities, but they had to pull themselves together as one to say, oh, now we want football, now we want hockey, now we want baseball. And then they finally owned St. Pete one by the time baseball came along. It's really not a big league town, though. It's not a big league baseball town. All right, Holly, talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. Uh, Ron and Fez show. We are here on a, I'm going to guess, weekday since we're working. Uh, we do have to break here, but our own Chris Stanley uh, has something that's been driving him crazy. What is it again, Chris? Uh, yeah, uh, the one of the uh, founders of Google has made... Made a crazy statement that about how much information we are creating today. It's it's astounding. Really. All right. Uh, when we get back, uh, Google wants nukes. Uh, Chris Stanley is going to look into it after the jump. You're listening to the Ron and Fez show on the virus. Here is 197 XM 202. You're a little bitch. I am not. I don't even know why I hang out. With because you're a piece of shit. I am not a piece of shit. Well, yeah, but you're a little bitch. Sure are. God damn it, man. I swear you guys rip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. Let's undecided. Let's take our time. It's the Ron and Fez Show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Chris Stanley, what's this Google news you're rocking me with? All right, at a uh, tech conference in Lake Tahoe, the Eric Schmidt of Google, the CEO, uh, gave this stat. Every two days now, we create as much information as we did from the dawn of civilization up to 2003. So everything we create up to whatever, 50,000 years ago, whenever civilization started, up to 2003, we create that much information, the world, I guess the total world, every two days. Um, that's I guess counting tweets and up to like uh, medical journals and pictures and movies and whatever else. I could actually believe it then. I mean, because you really didn't have the written word moving around or pictures or stuff like that until what a couple hundred years ago, maybe three, four hundred years ago. Yeah, the printing press or whatever. Yeah, and now when you see how much stuff that you're supposed to read over. Uh, the course of a day. It's actually pretty stunning. Now it's almost, if you really look at it, it's almost like, if you tried to explain this stuff to people in the past, you would almost say, every person in America is going to be a media company. Because even down to something like putting something on YouTube, right? Do you know how difficult it would have been to shoot, record, edit, and then uh, you know release it to the public. That was 
a gigantic undertaking. You would have had to have been a major corporation to do what any seventh grader can do and does do on a daily basis. I mean, just to go back and look at the 1950s and the size of a camera. So the fact that they would be able to even understand something as quick as an iPhone, even 50 years ago, would have been outstanding, uh, uh, just mind-blowing to everybody. Mind-blowing. Um, the funny thing is, is are we in any better for it? That's the fucking thing that you can't tell. It's not exactly like people are more well-read these days. It's what it seems like. It's just overload, and it's getting stupider almost. It's scary. It, it, it's almost like if we could create all that in two days, what we did in whatever, 10,000 years, whatever it is, it almost makes something seem like not as fucking important. That's, uh, that's actually an interesting thing. And nothing, again, will be ever as important as, let's say, you know, in terms of just the entertainment, the Lucy show, right? We'll, we'll never have anything as big as that, the Honeymooners. It just won't happen again because now we are limited to 18 seconds and is a cat wearing a funny hat or is a guy getting hit in the nuts? Uh, and the guy who gets hit in the nuts becomes very, very fastly known for a very short amount of time. Until he's on that Tosh 3.0 show. And just way over by that point. Yeah, by that point, by tomorrow, the deal is done. But at that one moment, he is at the peak of uh, his life. And remember uh, that saying uh, that Andy had, that everybody will be famous for uh, 15 minutes. I think he overshot the time that people would be famous for. You know? I, I mean, there's viral videos that, you know, get like 100,000 hits in a day and then it's forgotten about the next day and then, you know, something else gets 100,000 hits. Well, I get this thing of everybody saying to me, oh, you got to have this. You got to have this. That fucking, uh, the rape kid has been the, the, the one who broke up his sister's rape and now they're turning it into songs. He's been the latest where I'm like, no, I never heard of it. And now I have a hundred of them in my mailbox. And where did it take place? Like Madison, Wisconsin or something? I think so, yeah. Um, let's go over here to uh, uh, Mary. Mary in Florida, you're on Manifest. Hey, what's up, buddies? Yeah. Uh, don't you think it's kind of even desensitized porn where, you know, when you're little, you used to, it, it was a quest to find porn, and you know, now you can get any, and you can find them an alligator fucking a monkey. You know, you can request that. You, uh will be able to find anything you want within seconds. There's a new thing now, too, that with kids, cutting and pasting is writing to them. Oh, yeah, I saw that story. Uh, and they used to get mad at us for actually copying out of books, but now that would be considered at least the information's got to be entering their head somewhere. It's now just a quick copy and paste. Yeah, and I think eventually the words will just get shortened, like with the the text language will take over an English language. The written language will slowly disappear. Well, let's go back into the copy and paste thing. Why is it wrong, Fizz? Because it's not their work, it's not their thought, it's someone else's thought. It's someone else's thought, which, how many original thoughts do you think you come in with a day? Probably not many. Um, is that a bad thing or a good thing? Um, 
it's probably a bad thing if I'm not thinking on my own. What, well, then where are you getting your thoughts from? Well, I maybe just from uh, talking to other people or... But you already tell us that you don't talk to a lot of other people. So you're not getting it from talking to other people. Where are you getting opinions? Or hear, you know, hearing things on television. So you hear things on television and then you repeat them. Well, I try not to, but sometimes it happens anyway. Why do you try not to? Because it's not my opinion. It's someone else's. But why would that matter to you? Because it's not an original thought. I understand that even this is, and I'm trying to get in, Why? what is this big quest for original thought? What is important about original thought? I know that you think that there's some kind of right answer here, but they're not. There is not. So this is kind of an original conversation of why is it so important to have original thought? Or or how many is there even? I mean, reading a fucking book and writing it down, I also don't th see as original thought. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. So I'm trying to get to the point of what is this education all about anyway? Uh, Charlie, you're on Run-A-FEZ. Hey, yeah, my wife is a, a fifth-grade teacher in a Catholic school here in Northern Virginia, and they're supposed to understand plagiarism at this point, I mean, but she's busting kids left and right that are just copying whole paragraphs off the Internet and claiming it as their own work. Now, right, you, but one time I remember, I think I was in the fourth grade, and this girl uh, had to tell us something about, I don't know what it was, like I don't know, fucking Lithuanian Christmas or some shit. So she's up in front of the class, and she's reading it to us, right? And as she's reading, she actually reads this line. See illustration. And then she goes on to the next part. I'm fucking dying. I go, what illustration? She didn't even take enough time to fucking consider that. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, hey, Pirate, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, I, I, you're a genius again. You hit the nail on the head. Of all of that information that we're producing, you know, how many original thoughts are there in it? You know, we just keep reproducing the same... If, if you watch ESPN, uh, Fox News, MSNBC, there's not a lot of original thought there. There's people repeating. So Fez has this thing of he knows original thought is supposed to be the right answer... But he's never once thought, why is it important for him to have his own opinions? And, and how often do we ever have our own opinions? Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Joe, in New York, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys, uh, just two quick comments on this. Number one, by virtue of progress and as time goes on and there's more people in the world... The number of original ideas is going to exponentially decrease. Um, they're not going to go away, but if you go back to, let's say, the turn of the century, not this century, but the 1900s, of course, everything was wide open. There was all kinds of new discoveries and new industry, etc. The second part of that is, regardless of whether it's somebody else's opinion, I think the important part is whether you identify it and whether you can incorporate that into your belief system and kind of get behind whatever that opinion is. Yes, and then there's also the integrity of this is not mine, but I happen to agree with it. Exactly. 
Exactly. You know what I mean? So the, uh, the point I was trying to get to with Fez is that it tends to be more of an integrity issue. But again, just like you have people go, well, well, the Bible says, as soon as you say to them, so fucking what, what the Bible says, you know, that most of the things that we do, just in the same ways, if you're quoting a philosopher, you know, uh, Lincoln, whatever, just because somebody else said it doesn't necessarily mean that it applies to what we're talking about uh, here today. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Avi, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, I'm a high school history teacher, and I had a... Uh, <laughs> I love that. And uh, I gave an assignment where the students had to choose a Mayan god and write one page about it. Mm -hmm. Well, 20 out of the 30 students all had the same god and same written work. So I looked it up. They had all went to Wikipedia typed in Mayan God, and then cut and paste enough for a page and handed it in. And, and 20 of them were exactly the same. All right, now the point of uh, school is to prepare people for life, right? Yeah. Don't you think this is what people in the workplace would be doing? Don't you know that when I have people with it, I'll go, hey, I've got something you know, coming up. Uh, their job is to basically cut and paste give me information that I can read. Not too much original thought taking place there. As a matter of fact, uh, show prep tends to be, hey, this is a news article out there. This is something that already exists. It's not like this show does any news gathering of our own. We're not running down leads. Yeah, and I, I'm going to say the same of, like, uh, Fox News. You're not having a real lot of news gathering on Fox News or Headline News Network. They're not running down their own stories. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Paul. Paul, you're on Run-A-FEZ. Hey, Ron Fess, how are you guys? It's yeah. cool they got through, so it's, it's great. Um, basically, I think you're kind of saying what I what my thoughts are, is that really learning and education is a recapitulation of, of what has already occurred. Thank so you. The whole, learning, the whole learning process really is just relearning what's already out there. Not only that, but the kid who does copy and paste, whether he's copy and pasting or just writing out of a book or fucking parroting back, is the kid who gets good grades. And the That's original right. thought in school was, why the fuck are we even wasting our time with this? And that kid's going to be a failure in school. He is going to be the kid of, well, his ADD takes him places. He's not able to focus on... He doesn't give us back what we uh, were asking for him, which is to conform absolutely conform and that is the person who was saying why do you want to join a broken institution why not invent a new one and they look at you like you're fucking speaking dog language to them original thought is not valued fucking standing lockstep is value what better way than fucking cut and paste for school they ought to just say I went to cut and paste for 12 fucking years. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 
Uh, Jarrett, Florida, you're in my face. Hey, buddy, this is a little bit of a spy report. Yeah. Uh, Barnes & Noble is going to be selling themselves uh, now, whether it's because of the e-books, which Dave was talking about all the time, but e-books are growing in so much popularity, I don't even know who's going to buy Barnes & Noble. Last thing, best book I've read recently, Generation A by Douglas Cutland. Check it out. Later. I don't know what your point was. You kind of wrapped it up very, very quickly. Uh, I don't see where an e-book falls into cut and paste. No, it's just download. It is the Ron and Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, here's Patrick. Patrick, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron, this is uh, Patrick. I just want to call and say that, you know, if somebody actually copies and pastes from Wikipedia or something like that, I kind of see where you're coming from, but... Don't you think that they're not really developing their minds? And so, yes. I mean, oh, oh, no, I agree 100%. Not only they're not developing our minds, but the fucking school system isn't set up to develop their minds. Yeah, that's, that, 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 that's true. But, you know, like I said, you know, you meet a lot of these kids these days. I'm 26, but I meet 18-year-olds and stuff, and they're the stupidest people I've ever met. They can't form a coherent sentence. And Dude, if you read what they're writing, it's Most like, people fucking sit... And use their computer to fucking stroke their cock. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. when they feel like they're doing something good, they're talking about watching their TV, talking about what a pig Snooky is while they're on the computer to their friends and stroking their cock. The Snooky? But I don't know if there's ever been a lot of this original thought they fucking. Uh, comes out of fucking school system. Fez, you had what? Sixteen years of school? No, I uh, yeah yeah I had sixteen years. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you tell me you've never read books. No, I do. I I don't think I I never read a book in school. You don't know art. You don't know book uh, science. No. So. How did you make it through school with what you tell me perfect grades? Um, I was just able to had to do a book report. I just kind of I just tried to go from reading, you know, whatever they called it, the preface or the book flap or something. But I never read a book. I just tried to bullshit and my way in. You're telling me the truth. Yeah, so, I never read a book. So why was it important for you to get to your education? Um, I just. It it felt like something that needed to be done. Like I didn't, I didn't have any experience. It felt like the way to get some experience was by reading book jackets. Well, no, it's like I didn't think I could get a job without going to college. So you went to uh, to college to get a job. Uh huh. That was the reason. I I felt like well, I wanted to. St I mean, I finally became interested in some stuff. You know, so I studied that there, but I, I didn't know. Well, and how could you study and not read a book? I don't understand how you can study something without reading the book. Um, I just, a lot of, a lot of the stuff was, uh, I took like radio classes, I took like TV classes, and... More just, of hands-on type stuff. Yeah. So and, how do you consider that study? Because I was still learning how to do everything. Okay. Um, 
866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez Show, and the uh, actual purpose of this uh, thing that came up was twofold. Number one, according to Hicks, Google is telling us what? Every two days, we create the amount of information equal to the amount of information we created from the dawn of civilization to 2003. All the information we created in that time period is now made every single two days, the equivalent of. And then at the same time, the kids in school are just uh, cutting and pasting. Yeah. God knows what I did in college. That was your thing? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm fucking writing about like the... Like the Polish uh, resistance in World War II, uh, how, I, I didn't really see why well, I had to put that much fucking effort into you it. You know, this is the, the fucking problem with education to begin with. And I can't tell you I know anything about fucking education other than I, I, I stayed away from it as much as I could. But so much of it was about getting knowing facts and figures and being able to recall it. Right? Right. Thank you. Uh, if you're sitting there with a BlackBerry, you can get that same information in about the same time that you can recall it from a search, search, hurry up and search thing. On, you have Wikipedia on your phone now. Most phones have broadband type speed, or at least whatever, the iPhones or whatever. That's equal to like a, a room full of books in your hand. Right. Like surrounding, encyclopedia, encyclopedias are done. Wikipedia so, replaced everything. So the point is, we need somebody with an education background to explain to Hicks why him being able to Wikipedia things immediately isn't just as good as having a memory. Um, even though, as you know, Hicks, Wikipedia may or may not contain true information. Sure, sometimes there's some pranksters that put in false information, but I think for the most part it's trustworthy. Nick Swisher from the Yankees is furious that Wikipedia said Tim Tebow had to propose to his girlfriend for him. Where'd you get that from? Uh, online. Cut and paste. Cut and paste thought. Uh, and that felt like you were... Involved in the conversation, right? Yeah. Because you... I, I was adding some more information to the pile. Well, you were adding from where? From an article that I saw online. So you were just passing along cut and paste. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, here's uh, Mike. Mike, you're... And that felt good to you. Uh-huh. That felt good, like I have a cut and paste for this. Yeah, it did, right. actually. Uh, Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, um... I'm a teacher in the Bronx, and just on your last point alone, I'm a math teacher. No matter what kind of calculator you ever put in front of a kid's head, the kid is the calculator is never going to be as fast as just doing the arithmetic in their in their own head. And that's if you keep going on this trend where it's just cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste. Right. You're going to wind up with a bunch of people that can't express emotion, let alone form an original thought. We already have it. We already have people that. It seems like you have to tell people this is something to feel happy about and this is something to feel angry about. Well, it gets even worse because you have people that when they're trying to express things in their own sentence, in their own thing, I mean, you had a guy on a couple of callers ago talking about how they're, they're all dumb. I was a dean, and when you would have to deal with the kids who were fighting, and it would just be, oh, that nigga hit this nigga and fucking shit, and I said, fuck this guy. What are you going to do? You, you, these people are supposed to be running our country in a few years? This is where this all comes into a, you know, it's just a fault. Well, they won't be running our country. They'll be, uh, they'll be run. 
that is the process. They they will be run. You're going to wind up with idiocracy, like uh, you know, shit's fucked up right now from the president, and you really want that? I am telling you the truth. That movie may turn out to be 1984. As silly as that movie was, it is so frightening that it may be 100 percent true. Eight six six run zero fez. Eight six six run zero fez. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Travis. You're on fez. Hey, buddy. Um, yeah. I think the problem with original thought is that it's scary to people. People aren't familiar with it, and they don't. They're kind of lazy and don't want to have to use their brain to try to work their way around it. So we all keep just regurgitating the same things we hear over and over again. Uh, I mean, if you look at the most successful movie of all time, Avatar, it's a repackaging of other people's ideas from other movies like Ferngully and Pocahontas. And yet people flock to it because it's familiar and they're lazy and they don't want to have to try to understand a new thought. Not only that, but if you don't deliver it, you know, from an entertainment point of view, if you don't deliver it exactly the way they had the last piece, they don't even know what they're getting. Uh, and that's why we have, um, you know, people will be in the back of this thing of knowing, like, let's say, a Kim Kardashian is supposed to be famous. Not even exactly sure why. Giant ass. There's other giant asses out there, there. I know. Sex uh, tape. Charlie, Canada, you're on Memphis. Hey, um, I went all through high school taking advanced English courses, and then one of the years, it was grade 10 or whatever, um, I used to just make up all the books for the book reports. I would just get a publisher off the spine of the book or the inside cover and make up a title and characters and everything like that. And then close to the end of the year, I got caught. I was actually writing it on my on the paper at my desk when everybody was taking their turns reading their book reports up at the front of the room. Mm -hmm. And the teacher caught me and uh, she said, well, where's your book? And I said, it's at home. And she started asking more questions. Well, how do you remember the publisher name, this, that, the other thing? And I said, oh, I've I, I just been making them up. And because, because it was close to the end of the year, she bumped my creative writing mark and then uh she bailed out on the next two book reports i didn't get any marks but i kept all the you know between 90 and 100 percent for the previous uh, you should be very very proud son uh andy in florida your manifest hey what's up ron uh i actually just got done doing a paper for an online class through my college and for some of my sources i use wikipedia and if you ever look at the bottom, many of the things on Wikipedia will have cited sources to back up the claims that people uh, make because, like I said, many people make up sources. And I use all those sources. And I actually found the books in our library. And when I use these sources, some of the information that I use was actually on the Wikipedia too. But even though it's a cited source, I got a call from my teacher saying, hey, uh, all your stuff's plagiarized. I'm going to give you a zero on this paper, and you're in, you're about to be expelled from school. We had a good long hour conversation about this, and right after I called the dean of schools of, of academics, and basically you're not allowed to use cited sources on Wikipedia, even if they're cited and you have the book. If they're on Wikipedia, it's considered copying from Wikipedia, according to my school so far. So what's next for you, Andy? How are you going to how are you going to change uh, the way you live I, your life? <laughs> Well, I'm about to graduate, so I'm looking pretty sharp. We've talked more and more, and it's still looking good. 
there's just controversy from my teacher. My teacher's had it out for me for the first day of school. So uh, I'm still good, but it's up in the air how Wikipedia is determined. Even if their site or uh, their information sourced, you should be really careful using that, I guess. All right, my friend. There you go. Uh, Brendan Westchester. Whoops, let me try again. Brendan, we got you, buddy? Hi, hi. How you doing? Go ahead. I'm in a uh, medical science um, program right now where I'll get both an MD and a PhD degree. Mm-hmm. And the uh, original thought that I will produce in my PhD uh, portion um, is facilitated by the basic uh, biology, math, physics, chemistry that, that I learned that really started in high school. And so for me to, you know, to help propel humankind into the future by, by my little, you know, dissertation um, on some previously unexplained phenomena is really only possible once I had the basics down. And that started with when I was young, you know, in, in middle school and high school. So you're saying the that everything has built upon the math and science skills that you had at a very early age? Certain things uh, mm-hmm. are only really possible. Um, I mean, if you want to be an engineer, you, you know, you have to go to college, you have to take calculus courses and physics courses. Um, certain things will really only happen once you have uh, an understanding of the work that people have done before you. And there's that is the interesting part of it. And, you know, math and science is a little different than what you've done radio. Fuzz, I see you're looking all concerned about this. And it's about what? Um, uh, just uh, some confusion I'm having. About what? I'm just, like, having trouble understanding people today. Well, no, you've had a very good show today. But this part of it seems. Uh, yeah, I'm what just, are you saying? Yeah, I'm just. I'm just. I don't know what it is. I'm just having trouble figuring out what people are saying. Mm. Call the TIA, and you'll be all right, Fezzi. See, I don't know what that means. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, Brennan, thanks for calling right. us, buddy. Peace. All right. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Lloyd, Texas, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, actually, that, that previous gentleman, you actually kind of stole my thunder, but I wanted to say that with some of the uh, uh, type of studies you can take, it builds on the next, uh, on just like the other guy said, but uh, we're so dependent on things like Wikipedia because as a re- I'm a returning student, I'm a little older, and I kind of noticed that with the younger students that they do a lot of cut and paste. And, you know, when I was originally in college, it didn't really have computers like that as available. But the thing is, is that what about when the electricity goes off and all this technology that we have is, uh, you know, we're not going to be able to duplicate it, you know? Well, here's the thing. This is the fucking interesting thing. When the electricity goes out and when it goes down, the fucking skills you will need aren't taught anymore. How to use a fucking buck knife. How to fucking skin a goddamn rabbit. How to fucking bleed out a pig. how to build a fucking fire. All the shit you never learned in your life. So, what do you have now? Are you is that is this fucking freedom what you have or are you basically a fucking slave to something which is this uh, electrical fucking grid? Which is all you really know how to use. You know how to be on the grid. What happens when that grid goes down? I'm fucked. Six ways to fucking Sunday. Six ways to Sunday. When that thing goes down and stays down, 
the people who will have the skills are such a fucking minority right now. And they are, mo- most of those people are seen as somehow, you know, strange. Weirdos, yeah. Yeah, they're the fucking <laughs> nuts. Watch out for that nut. He's got a fucking deer head he lives in his in the garage. Woods. Yeah. That guy will suddenly be fine. And everybody, of course, now he'll have to defend himself. Yeah. From these marauding fucking idiots running around screaming in baggy pants, wanting food. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Ryan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. What's going on? Yeah. Um, My wife's a teacher in Marlboro. She teaches English uh, high school. Um, They only allow... uh, two online sources to be cited for any paper. And there's actually some software free, like a, like a freeware that you can download as a teacher that can actually trace, you know, it'll, it'll search the web for, you know, all the keywords used in your paper. And if there's more than one or two sentences, you know, they can tell right away when you're plagiarizing. So they try to call them out on it. I mean, there's, they're, they're way, way more dependent on doing research, you know, online now than anybody ever was before. I mean, certainly much more than when I was in school, but, you know, it's, uh, they're trying to keep them a little more book dependent. And again, I mean, you know, I'm sure there were people that wanted the kids to keep on using fountain pens and to be able to fucking, you know, start a fire without using matches. You're battling a losing battle. Books are going to be a thing of the past. A physical book will be the thing of a past. And maybe it should be. It's insane once you don't need it anymore to keep going back to it. And Fez didn't even need it pre-computers. All you had to do was read a book flap. Do you feel like you have an education, Fez? Um, you know what? I I took a... No, I don't feel like I have an education. But I, do I have all... a diploma, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think I have an education. Are you proud of the diploma? Um, I no, not really. I mean, I don't display it or anything. I couldn't even tell you where it's at right now. I don't mean the physical diploma, but are you proud that you uh, received a diploma? Does that go in your resume? Do you bring it up to people? Um, yeah, it always went in my resume, and I, I've, if people mentioned it, I brought it up, but. But I mean, you yourself, are you proud that you're a college graduate? Yeah, yeah, I was proud that I made it through those four years. Well, you said you made it through, but then again, you said you didn't get an education, right? Right, yeah. What part of it are you proud of? And again, there's no right answers here. We're just trying to get to a part. I know that sometimes you're trying to give me something I want, but I'm not looking for that. I'm just trying to find out, first and foremost, what you're proud of. I think I'm proud of the fact that I did the four years. Like, I did my time... And got the certificate that shows that I did it. Right. So it's more of a matter of you did your time. Mm-hmm. And that, and that equals almost like a prison stint or being in the military? More like, um, like I didn't quit something. Like it was four years. Well, again, but you didn't actually enter. In the terms of you didn't embrace the information. You didn't read it. You didn't go after Um I'll, I'll give you a, a fucking thing here. Have you ever heard the term uh, scholar and a gentleman? Uh-huh. What does that mean? 
Um, uh, just that um, I thought it was like a man of means. Like um, he's educated and he's a gentleman and he knows social graces as well. Well, uh, I think where that term first came from instead of that is like it's not like we turn took animals and turned them into gentlemen, right? It's that to be scholarly, to sit around and have time for the mind was only for the rich, right? That the initial part of an education was only self-indulgence. You weren't going to take this poetry and be able to eat on it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You wouldn't sit around and talk about Shakespeare and turn that into something practical. It's probably only the last 50 years that we started to act like, well, an education leads to a good job. That was never the fucking point of an education. Right. An education was to what? Was to, I would guess, be integrated into so certain social circles. No, not even at all. Was to enjoy these things. To find enjoyment in the mind. That was what it always was used for. Until, let's say, you know, after World War II where, hey, my kid can get educated. I've got enough money or I'll take the loan where my kid can go in there and be educated. But it was actually just for people to go there and learn about the world and learn about how to use their mind. You didn't take that education uh, and now I'm going to go and help the poor, or whatever, even good things that we think we're going to do with it now. And education was something to be enjoyed. Where it seems to me you didn't have that experience. You didn't have the initial experience of university of i'm going to go there uh, find out about arts science philosophy religion and let that change my brain chemistry it seems like you came out pretty much the same way you went in yeah i think so and there was different dodges that i took through like my college career why would you dodge it um, because it was, I felt like I needed to concentrate on sub-subjects, so I took easier courses. Right, but what I'm saying is you enjoy, you, you dodged the initial thing, which was to go there and enjoy your mind. You didn't have that experience. No, I did not. And the, I guess the point was that you feel like you missed something with that. Um, Probably not till now, because, I mean, I had, like, opportunity, like, I took film classes, and I had the opportunity to get more and more involved in film. What I did was I watched whatever I had to in class and didn't take it any further than what, um, than what was presented to me during that three-hour course. So I think what... I, I think what I probably missed out on was those opportunities. But I did at the well, time. Well, what were those opportunities? To find out about different kinds of film mm -hmm. and to follow something like that from there. But it was. But no, I, I didn't even pick up an interest in uh, film while I was there. But how would that have changed you? I think it would be. I'd be a more well rounded person. I wouldn't feel as. Um. I don't know if maybe it might have changed my mindset where I didn't just keep watching the same movie over and over. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Rick, you're on the Run of Fez show. What's going on, Fez? Hey, Ron. How you doing? Hey, buddy. Um, 
So this is a proven method that I used during high school and college, never been caught before. Uh, I'd go to a site called scriptlance.com, and I'd have them write up the paper for me, just give them a brief description of what I needed. Paid about a dollar a page, then I would take it, then kind of dumb it down, and uh, all throughout high school and college, A and B, A and B papers, that's it. That's all you got to do. Paid, I'd rather pay than, have, than write it myself, because I'd waste more time. So what do you do with that free time? Uh, just, you know, smoke weed, you know, take some pills with, with Pepper Hicks if I can. All right, so All right. the time that you're doing this, instead of uh, getting educated, you're smoking weed and taking pills. Yeah, I mean, but, but I mean, uh, who really writes a book report now? I'm 26 years old, at work. I mean, they don't ask me to write a book report on anything. Last time I wrote a book report was when I was in college and school. What kind of work you doing? What kind of work you doing? I'm a web developer. All right. Uh, so we keep developing it back into people. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, let's go over here to Drew. You're on my phone. Drew in Canada. Yeah, I'm just calling basically to say that I got so good at cheating through high school and university, I'd be able to take other people's ideas and essays and use the speech-to-text synthesis, put all their ideas into my own words. Mm-hmm. Nobody, no teachers or anybody would be able to look it up, find out you know, where I'm taking these ideas from. Um, here's the interesting thing. Uh, we listen to these guys. Uh, you're not offended, right, Fez? No. It's not an offensive thing that people cheat their way through college. Uh, not a, uh, uh, offensive that people cheat their way through work. Um, the integrity thing is out the window, is my point. All that matters is how a person can get over. I think it depends on the person. Depends on the person on whether or not they, whether it matters or not. I mean, from a society point of view. Do we care that people cheat their way through college or cheat their way through work? Hicks, I'm going to pull you into this. Uh, no, that's the norm. I mean, the integrity is severely lacking at mm-hmm. all in any place, in any, in, you know, where business, entertainment, whatever, school. No one gives a shit anymore. People just want to get over. That's the bottom fucking line. And do you think that you will hold the majority view there? I like to do. I, I, I don't want, I, if I just want to get over, I fucking, I, I don't know. I think I'm too stupid not to fucking try to, try to get over. I think I have okay. some, a little bit more of a. But in integrity. terms of integrity, you don't even judge people by if they're running a fucking angle or not. Oh You're no, like, that, that they're playing the game. They're they're doing what they have to do. And you believe in them, Fez? Yeah, yeah. I think people expect it of other people here in the United States of America. Uh-huh. So integrity no longer important to be in an uh, America. Uh, we'll pick it up from there, and we'll uh, take this from education to integrity. After the jump, it's the Run of Fez show. Ron Bennington. Fez Watley. The Ron and Fez show. Sirius 197, XM202. Virus. In the chocolate underground, I found a butterfinger buried. Butterscotch and nosh and peanut butter all were married. Molly's cup. Cakes won the cupcake wars Now you can eat your Ronnie B and listen more If you sink into the frosting of this sinful culinary Delicious buttercup of cake You'll be forever merry Molly's cup Cakes won the cupcake wars Eat the winning Ronnie B and listen to his show That's a delicious cupcake uh. 
I never understand the last thing. Believe something with a cupcake and a weird sleeves Italian accent. I like to just isolate that and try to figure out. Okay. Uh, what are we talking about? All right, we got into this conversation today on the Ron and Fez show. We got anything else we need to plug here today, Fez? You're not playing your game online anymore? Oh, yeah. Uh, I played last night. Um, we never hear about it anymore. Yeah, $100dreams.com. Played last night. Uh, tried a new strategy where I was going to wait things out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Everyone else seemed to have the same strategy. The Kindle went in about five minutes. Have you ever run out of your little coins? Yeah, uh, uh, I've, I think I've run out uh, three times of bids. You get 20 bids when you enter the auction, uh -huh. and I've run out like three times. So I figured I might actually wait, because some of these auctions I've been in have gone on for over 45 minutes. So strategy last night, hold back a little bit. Then it, everyone else held back, and someone picked up a Kindle quick. Mm. All right, we got into uh, what's the next thing you're playing for and when? I'm playing tonight at 7 o'clock for the flip cam. Ooh. Yeah, so I'm going after that flip cam tonight. That's 7 o'clock, $100dreams.com. Um, Franklin wrote, love the RBI commercial. What RBI commercial are we doing? There's a promo for RBI that runs during uh I never spots. heard it. I don't get to hear a lot of the promos. I've never even heard this soggy balls commercial that people complain about. Whatever the hell that Wait, is. Fresh balls. Oh, what did I say? Soggy balls. Fresh That's, balls is yeah. the cure so soggy balls. Yeah, soggy balls is like the wrong direction completely. Uh, boy, I was told today was not going to be a sunny day. And the morning song was off. I should have had a rant. Oh, was that a lie? It is beautiful out there today. Gorgeous day. Gorgeous day. Uh, we got into a deal of integrity, Fez. And you say you don't believe in it anymore. No, I don't think it's out there. Cheat to... No, but you for yourself. You for yourself feel like cheat to win, win to cheat. Absolutely. Well, what, now you just cringe. You don't know if you feel that way? No, I feel like... Um, I, I mean, I don't want to steal from old ladies. But... I don't want to put words in your mouth, but is integrity important anymore? No, it's not important. You expect people to uh, try to find a scam. Hmm. Uh, let's go over here to Jim Bestchester. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up there, Bobo boys? That's um, M&A. We're just running Fez. That, you know, like, if you're in college, you're paying them. Who gives a shit? Unless you're, like, a doctor or something and you're going to have people's lives in your hand, who gives a fuck if you cheat? But when you work for, like, a private company and you're supposed to be bringing value to them, I think it's kind of bullshit to try and fucking well, one. Well, let's take this back to college. If you are cheating, right, aren't you taking away everybody else's value for what that grade means or what that diploma means? No, because fuck them. I mean, what value? The value you're bringing is you're paying for tuition. You're paying them for a bullshit piece of paper that doesn't mean dick. Well, then why do it? Why not take yourself out of the process? Because society tells you in order to be successful, you got to have some shit piece of paper to get on top of the pile. I see. So to you, before you even show up to college, the entire thing is just bullshit. Well, I mean, like I said, unless you're a doctor or maybe even a lawyer, 
what are you going to take from college that is ever going to... Well, you won't find out because you didn't get it. All you did was cheat your way through. So if there was a lesson to pick up there, you didn't get the opportunity. Well, I kill bugs for a living, so I don't think uh, it mattered to me. My, my diploma didn't mean shit. Oh, but, but, you know, there has to be integrity to killing bugs, too. I don't want you to come in there and tell me that the fucking termites are, are gone if they're not. Or oh, tell me that I have termites when I don't. Hicks, I know you're a person who didn't uh, put yourself in. I'm getting texts here all the time. Very, the very fuck? important. The we're on the air here. Um, but I think integrity still is very important. It's just hard to have integrity when everyone... I, I'm not going to blame anyone for fucking cheating and fucking get, trying to get over and just fucking get themselves over. You don't ever have a problem with that. No, because, I mean, I don't blame anyone. I don't blame them. I can't blame them for wanting to get over, fucking make money, and fucking try to make themselves more successful. But I feel stupid because I try to believe in hard work. I guess my, my parents... Uh, but let's say this. Let's suppose you know that there's people working here at the company who are dogging their way through not doing their work. You don't think they're bringing down the value of everything else that everybody else is working for? Probably. They'll be fucking recognized as dicks, but I mean, I mean that's them. They're doing, the, they're doing what they feel is fucking the right thing to do or whatever. They're just doing being selfish. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Alex in Maryland. You're on a Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, I, I want you to explain... What you mean when you say how when someone cheats in college on an exam or whatever, it impacts the value of someone who doesn't. Uh, I don't well, quite get the point. Uh, let, for any system, everybody has to agree on it, right? So if, right. let's say, uh, Hicks, let's just keep it at, at a small fucking class here, right? And Hicks fucking is dogging it. Me and Fez are working. Fez gets an A. I get a C, and Fez uh, and Hicks cheats his way to he gets an uh, a C. Uh, he gets an A as well. Not only has it kind of, you know, not fair to the letter grade A because now it doesn't mean as much because it's taken away Fez's work value. But even in the fact of my C, it's made it ridiculous because now here I am working. I get it. But Hicks is rewarded more. So, yeah, I think to all of us, the fact that we say, oh, a college diploma doesn't mean shit is because we've all decided that because of, you know, either the schools lacking integrity, handing out fucking things or the students lacking uh, integrity. And hold on, I got to take this. I don't oh, know why. Come on. Well, yeah, I don't know. Is it, uh, it Chris's baby pictures again? I'm sorry. I'm, I got to focus on things. Um, yeah, Chris is getting a lot of things uh, done. Well, kids. I mean, college doesn't even seem like an uh, educational institution for like a, for a good amount of the population going there. It seems just like it's a rite of passage now. It's just something you do. Exactly right. But are you doing it for yourself, or are you doing it for you know society? I think for yourself, probably. Um. Here is Phil in Minnesota, your manifest. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. See, I just got done with like a year and a half uh, online master's program, mm -hmm. and I could have cheated every day and had someone else do all my work, but I thought uh, that's why I don't think integrity is dead. I mean, 
I focused. I did it myself. I turned in all the work myself. I worked hard on it. I, now, Fez, you look at this guy it. like he's like an idiot, a rube. Yeah, definitely. The, ex uh, the total exception to the rule. I don't know if I am the exception to the rule, because I think the people that really want to learn are going to put in the effort, and that paper means more to them when they're done. Um, let's go over here to uh, James, Chicago. You're on Fez. Hey, guys. Speaking of integrity, um, when I was in high school, three-sport athlete, I, I wanted to join the Air Force. Um, I had a real big interest in engineering and whatnot. I took the ASVAB, which, you know, what my score stated it was. When they went over my medical um, uh, history, they noticed that, um, you know, I had a heart murmur when I was a little kid. Now, I had no idea what that meant or what it did. I played three sports in high school throughout right. my entire high school, and I go to the guy and say, hey, you know, I, you know, I'm an athlete, for Christ's sake. I, you know, obviously not a very good one, you know, in the terms of pro stuff, but... It never bothered me in here. Why would you let me in? Or why won't you uh, let me in? And, you know, do I, I'm sure I could do this, you know, at least the physical aspect. And the guy says, plain and simple. He goes, if something were to happen to you in the course of, like, basic training or whatnot, that makes me look bad. That makes the Air Force look bad. It's, it's all about integrity. And, you know, I kept that to heart. And when I do my work now, I'm an engineer. You know, when people are telling me, oh, you know, don't worry about if you leave a little bit here or there or something like that. And I said, well, if you do that, it snowballs into a bigger problem eventually. Then you're going to look at me like I'm the fucking asshole. So just because you don't have integrity, don't try to undermine my integrity because I want to do a good job. That's what, you know, so that's what it all comes down to is seeing how well you do and, um, you know, the history and the, um, the effect you have on everything, whether it be for anything from joining the Air Force or, you know, you know protecting or serving the country to a little, um, you know, uh, air conditioning job. All right. Uh, Fez, still confusing to you when you hear this talk? Yeah. Still you don't understand any of these words. Uh, Dave in Maryland, you're on of Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, you know, when I went to college, um, I was going to get this certificate instead of getting a degree, and I spent thousands of dollars for all these bullshit classes that, you know what, didn't benefit me in the least. If I'd have just taken the core classes, paid the minimal amount of money, it did, you know what I mean? It didn't advance me any, and I feel like the college doesn't have any integrity. But it's just bullshit. So you just feel like there's no integrity anywhere. How can you have any? Well, no, I mean, the thing is, I did the work, but the thing is, I was misled. And I just feel like what I've benefited from, what I've had to do, just fucking nothing. Mm. You know? That's, I mean, that's how I feel about it. All right, thank you. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Jordan in Florida. You're on my Fez. Hey, buddy. Hey. Yeah, I, uh, I was in advanced placement classes, like getting college credits throughout high school, and 75% of the kids that were in the same classes would cheat. I just realized how bullshit it was. I I got full scholarship to uh, University of Florida, this and that, and I just said, you know, fuck it all, because I just didn't see any value in it whatsoever. And I've I've been with the same company now. I started working when I was 18, and um, now 25. Been with the same company, and I'm making like 75,000 a year. And I just think college is just completely overrated. All right, thank you very much. Uh, let's go over here to Orman in Virginia. You're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. 
Yeah. Hey, and I think that uh, integrity, I don't necessarily think integrity is dead, but I think that a lot of integrity gets passed off nowadays because most of these institutions, like uh, colleges and corporations, have lost a lot of integrity themselves. I mean, look at most of these colleges that kids are going through nowadays, you know, your, your state universities and things like that that are paying, I mean, college coaches $20 million as opposed to, you know, donating that money to people who actually want, you know, creating scholarships for people who want to go. And of course, there's scholarships right. and things out there, but, you know, but then you switch around, too. These kids go and they get a piece of paper that, you know, to get them a job at a corporation. You know, I've worked with the same, you know, fairly big corporation now for about 10 years myself, and I see, you know, people just get shit on left and right all day, you know. I mean, for I'm in management myself, and, you know, we're pretty much told flat out, you go out and you hire uh, you know, one of the requirements for this position is college degree. Well, are you looking for anything specific? Oh, fuck no, just a piece of paper. They they went to college, so they got to be smart, you know, and then turn right around and get that person hired or whatever if they can find somebody to do it cheaper or, you know, this this person is too much of a liability to our, our insurance or whatever. Maybe, ah, fuck them, they're gone, you know. So it, it's just I, I don't think there's much integrity with those institutions anymore, and that's why people just... And, and you feel like it has to come from the, you feel like it has to come from the top down. Or else, how can you yeah. play the game? If if the game isn't one of integrity, anybody playing themselves is actually uh, hurting themselves. And I think you were trying to uh, say the same thing, Fez, in your own way. Uh huh. Yeah, where it's basically uh, you have to play a game out there, and the game is a dirty game. Yeah, the game's a dirty game. Even if you have to, like, you know, act like you like your boss if you don't really like uh, want to. You don't like cross. I like cross fine. Oh, it's bladder. Anyway, it's. Why do you not like bladder? No, I like bladder. But uh, there's a lot of people that hate their boss and they act like they like him. That's not you know being honest. But it's that game that's out there. Um, let's go over here to uh, Gary in Vegas. Sherman Fez. Hey guys, what's going on? Yeah. Fez, you stay away from that flip cam. It's mine tonight. Um, you had that call a few guys calls back. The bug killer who was basically saying that college is nothing but a waste of time and it's a bullshit waste of, uh, piece of paper. Right. That's probably why he's killing bugs, because it's to him it's a bullshit piece of paper. To me, it's something that I hang on a wall that I'm proud of, I take pride in, and it's gotten me advanced in my job and my career to where it's something you look back on. So that's where my integrity is, the fact that I busted my ass to get through school while working full-time instead of saying stopping because, you know, there's no integrity along the way and taking a meaningful job, making nine bucks an hour, you know, inhaling pesticides and being dead at 42. Uh, Fez, you kind of agreed with the bug killer, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it was, yeah. I mean, I I know that, um, you know, I cheated in college. Oh, jeez, Fez, really? <laughs> yeah. And you, do you feel like you cheat here at work? Um, probably, yes. Who do you feel like you're cheating? I cheat you every day because I'm a basket case when what? I come in here. You cheat me? Yes. And I didn't know it. I didn't know it. Well, aren't I just the rube? Hicks? Yes? Paint my ass red and change my name to Monkey Boy. Oh. I just found out my entire partnership has been a lie. Fez has been cheating me. I'll send uh, Lou to get some red paint. Now I know where those butterscotch lifesavers have been going. He's been taking them, Mr. Cheater. I'll check his drawers upstairs. By his drawers, you mean his underwear? Yes. Um, you may find some butterscotch in there. Let's uh, go over here to uh, David. You're on my face. 
Hey, friends, anybody ever teach you integrity when you were a kid? Um, I don't know. Well, that's important. Well, why well, get, Why you got upset about it, Fez? Because I just I can't think. It's um. You can't it's think nothing, if someone taught you to have integrity. It's not nothing to be ashamed about, Fez. The thing is, you know, my son was in a science fair. Oh, I didn't understand him. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, Fez. Uh, my son was in a science fair this last year, and he wanted to do it on that tide pool. So I took him. I took him to the shore, San Francisco, and he totally got into it. And then we went to the uh, the finals. And I noticed a lot of the parents had done all the work for the kids. And, and he took fifth place. And that was awesome because he actually got physical experience. We, we had a great day. And it was fantastic. And he came in fifth place, but that was great. All right, when you hear any of that stuff, does he understand what he's saying? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, he's saying that everyone felt great about fifth place because they did the work. I don't know if a kid actually goes home feeling good that he came in fifth place in something. Because the only place that matters is what? First. Nothing else matters? Um, I guess if you had fun, but... But, but let's... Uh, but it went, when, it's, when something is set up like that, and there's kids that are winners and kids that are losers, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's hard to, for a kid to take sometimes. Why? I don't think it's hard for a kid to take to lose. I think it might be hard for parents to take, but I think this is a whole fucking thing that we're dealing with all the time. But let's suppose this. Let's suppose I'm uh, coaching a football team that our kids just aren't that talented. Mm -hmm. And we play a team that is way more talented, bigger and faster. And we get beat. We get beat good, but we worked our best at it. You don't think we should go home feeling good about ourselves? I I just don't think that's a reality. I don't Why think isn't I it a reality? That Why isn't it a reality that if you do your very best, that isn't better, right, than cheating and getting over? Why, would you feel better if you got the number one thing and you cheated? But, hey, at least I'm number one. I think, yeah, I think yes. I think a kid would. Let's talk about you. We don't know who these fantasy kids are. You yourself, would you rather cheat and win or try your best, do your best, no matter what the results are? Honestly, I would, I, I would want to do my best and have good work to show. So you're saying the exact opposite. But it's the kids out there that are the awful people. I you're a good person. Other people are awful. I mean, I've done bad things, but I think most people are awful. Most people are cheaters. Yeah, but let's get back to it. The reason why you feel like you can't have integrity in the world is that you see not just the system itself, but people them, uh, themselves, uh, individuals, are cheaters out there. Mm -hmm. yes. See, that would be very difficult to have integrity and work with integrity if you did believe that. That's the only point I'm trying to get to there. Uh, and it's never trying to guess... The right answer, Fez. But just figure out your own map of the world. Um, here's uh, Tony, Idaho. You're on my Fez. Hey, Ron. Uh, I was a Boy Scout as a kid. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, uh, me and my uh, true, we stole all our merit badges. We broke into the little closet and stole them all to go to a Boy Scout camp. And we didn't care. We walked around so proud. And to this day, I still brag about it. 
I don't, I'm calling you to tell you about it, and, you know, it's just one of those things, you know, it's like you get over and, you know. Well, yeah, uh, obviously you, you, but if you don't buy in to what the Boy Scouts are all about, right, it's, yeah. then, of course, you don't fucking really belong there. And that's the thing that that is why things stop having value. It's like if you join a religion, right? Let's suppose I break a sin against the Mormon religion, right? Okay. I don't give a fuck because I'm not a Mormon. But if I go around calling myself a Mormon, should I believe and work at all those things? Yes. When you called yourself a Lutheran, did you believe and work uh, with all the things of being a Lutheran? I think I did. You think you did or you did? I, I did. All right. I mean, I wasn't perfect, but... Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, here is Michael. Michael, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, how you guys doing? Yeah. I, uh, I have a few points I'd like to make on this, on this topic. First of all, going through my college curriculum, um, I cannot tell you the amount of people that cheated their way through school. It is, it is more commonplace than not. However, I also, in, in following up with that in my profession, actually still keep in touch with some of those people. And I know two people that went through the engineering program with me who are now without work and facing lawsuits because of the, the same mentality they had of not having integrity, honor, whatever you want to call it, and pursuing that in their profession and not seeing a difference between, say, college and in their profession or having the ability, uh, end up making bad decisions, and now it's costing them, you know, their careers potentially. Not to mention, you know, as engineers, we have public safety in our hands sure. in a lot of ways. And uh, to sacrifice your integrity, you know, in my company, actually, I started my own company after, after I got out of college, and my company thrives on that because that mentality is so mainstream and accepted that my company, who our, our motto is integrity, actually have the opportunity to do much better because we stand behind our work and, and we, we do make the right decision. Even if it means we don't make the most money or whatever, it doesn't matter to us because we want to make sure that we do the right thing. And, and it's taking time, but we are evolving and growing because of that. And because of the, that same mentality that, that, that we're talking about where society in general doesn't have integrity. Um, um, Fez, do you believe what he's saying or is he a rube? Is he a boy scout? Is he a shiny nose? I think in his choice, um, he really doesn't have any choice. If he's doing engineering where somebody could get hurt because if he was cheating, he's trying to avoid a lawsuit. So let's suppose then it's not like that. It's, you know, let's suppose he works in sales. Can you have integrity and in work in sales? I don't think so. Why not? Because you're going to be telling people things you don't believe that they want to hear. So when people who work in sales, they lie. Yeah, I think so. All right. I'll remember that during your next live read. But you, you put it here. What happens is you go back to your diploma. Uh, what was the other thing that you said that you... Um... Oh, winning, right? Uh-huh. Winning. If the only thing that matters to you is these outside fucking goals, 
whether it's diploma, whether it's a trophy, whether it's this and that, those are the reasons that people will cheat. Because those things have no value. But the whole point of integrity is that the value is inside. That the way you carry yourself and the way you do things has no fucking relationship with money or how you are regarded or rewarded from the outside world. That you do things because to you they are right. You're looking at me confused again. Yeah, I'm just... um... Yeah, I understand that. That It's the feeling that you get instead of the actual physical reward. Beyond the feeling that you get. It's because you've decided to live by something. And when that happens, and when doing your best fucking matters to you, then you can go in, lose a football game, and not go home and feel like a fucking loser. That'll be a whole different day for you. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866 Run zero fez. Um, Ray in Miami, you're in Fez. Well, so let's try again. Ray in Miami, you're in Fez. Go ahead, Ray. All right, let's go over to Christina in Virginia, you're in Fez. Hey, guys. Yeah. Oh, I love you guys so much. You're awesome. Um, now, when I was in college, I had a professor who literally told us if you are smart enough to cheat and get away with it, that's just another tool of success of getting through college. So that is, that was, that was his integrity is you got to do whatever you got to do. Pretty much. There are a lot of people who kind of believe that way. Yeah. Um, but, you know, let's go back to this college sports thing where they pay the fucking coaches so much money um, wins become so important. New stadiums become so important. Um, we always discuss this because you're a fan of college sports. Yeah, I like I love college football. Um, when you look at this, and I say I think they're ripping off the kids. When you see the things that have college football, do you think, and in terms of integrity, that football program is bringing integrity to that school or costing them integrity? Um, they're probably costing integrity because of just how the system works with it now. Explain it to me. Of were you trying to guess the right answer, or did you have an opinion? No, I mean, I, I mean, I don't. You see, so many college football programs getting in trouble. It's hard to imagine that when that much money gets involved, that integrity can be maintained. Um, you feel good with that answer? Yeah. I don't want you ever to guess. I just want you to say what, you, what you're feeling. Um, let's go over here to Dave, Kansas, Sherman Fez. Hey, boys. Yeah. This is Dave from Kansas. The definition of integrity is always doing the right thing, even when someone isn't marching you. Um, very good point, Cody, because it matters to you. Not that it matters to this outside thing. That's why I go back to Fez's. Well, they get in trouble. Again, that's an outside thing. What about for you yourself? What about it for the school itself? Is it fucking bringing value to the school other than money? So much of this just has to do with outside stuff. Uh, Cody, you're on Fez. Hey, guys. Hey, Cody. 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 Hey
Uh, yes, I had a comment uh, for Fez about how there is no integrity in sales. I have to completely disagree with him because as a ski shop owner, we actually base ourselves on selling the correct equipment for the customer and actually talking customers out of a higher ski sale due to safety and and uh, liability reasons. But at the end of the day, we actually sell the ski based on what the customer needs and not what we need as a ski shop. But it's very, very interesting that what Fez is saying is the way people actually believe now. The way you're saying it, Cody, is the way it was actually set up at one point of let's bring value to people's lives and they'll pay for it. The latest thing has been short money. Let's sell. Let's do whatever. Let's throw it fucking out there and we'll make some quick money off of it. Huge fucking difference. And you will see whether or not you're keeping clients or not. Did you take care of them? Or else are we going to completely just keep going through, ripping off new people? 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Um, James, Texas, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. I got a story for that little person. Back in the past, uh, I was in also in Boy Scouts, but then I, I was in that Pinewood Derby contest, and my dad made me make my Pinewood Derby car, and uh, and it stunk. It was it was terrible looking. I probably got last place, but I learned some integrity out of it. Now I, I still have that piece of junk car. I show it to my kids. I tell them the story how it was worth me doing it myself, and I learned a valuable lesson. And now they do the same thing. And there are projects they do for science fair and all that junk. They're, they're nowhere near some of the stuff that the parents make for those kids, but they did the right thing. I'm showing them they, they're doing the right thing by doing it themselves and learning. Now, it doesn't Fez, help them to do it myself. What are you saying? Does it make any sense to you? Um, it sounds like maybe over the years he learned that. I don't know if he was feeling so overjoyed over his piece of junk Pinewood Derby car that night. Because making something doesn't matter, right? Making something yourself doesn't matter only if you get a blue ribbon. That matters. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Not, uh, your thing takes away from the entire experience. The experience matters. When you go out and let's suppose you're fucking surfing, right? And you're or you're playing the guitar. And either one of those things to bring you joy. To suddenly have some contest, right? And have some outside judge tell you you're no good. That should get in the way of the joy of your experience. That, to me, seems to be the insanity. Who gives a fucking shit what the American Idol critics say? That should have never been the fucking purpose of fucking making art. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, let's go over here to the doctor. You're on my Fez show. Jesse, I, I'm with you all the whole way. I think part of the reason we developed that, that fucking attitude against uh, everybody's cheating is we all knew that kid in, in, in uh, elementary. You, hey, dude, you're going to get caught doing that. He never gets caught. Junior high, hey, dude, stop doing that. You're going to get busted. He never gets busted. High school, same thing. I went to dental school with some of these pricks. I don't know the first thing about the dentistry. And here they are, multi-million dollar operations, and they're still going through it when all they did was buy lunch for everybody, sweet talk their way to everybody, buy drinks for the dean. 
and I, you're waiting for these guys to get sued and get busted, and it just never fucking happens. So then you're sitting there, what, what, what the hell did I bust my ass for? So your whole point, again, though, it still goes back to as long as there's not some outside entity fucking either punishing you or giving you uh, rewards, that it doesn't matter. By going through that, if you could make, if you could go the rest of your life running a fucking meth lab and not get and not get busted for it, would you run a meth lab? No, I wouldn't. Why not? I just it it doesn't interest me in giving you know. But you're gonna be making people with drugs. But you're gonna be making big money off of it. This would be a business, a side business. You'd be fucking running. How's that any different than le- than fucking leading your life as being jive? Why would that even be slightly fucking different to you? Uh, we got a break here. Uh, when we get back, and I don't fucking even know if this is true, but Hicks tells me he can do an eleven foot standing broad jump. He swears to it. I'll bring that shit. So I said that he couldn't. He has offered uh, to put a pit with broken glass spikes and fire in the bottom of it, throw gasoline in it, light it on fire, do a standing broad jump over top of it, 11 feet. I think he's going to burn to death. I honestly do. We'll have to find out after the jump. <laughs> the Rod and Fed Show. On Sirius XM. The virus. Let's review the rules. Here's how it works. The president makes decisions. He's the decider. The press secretary announces those decisions. And you people of the press type those decisions down. Make, announce, type. Just put them through a spell check and go home. Yeah, buddy. It's the Ron and Fez show. A66. Ron. Zero Fez eight six six Ron Zero Fez Ron Bennington Fez Watley Chris Tanley all here on a weekday. I believe today is Friday. Thursday. Hmm. Big big uh, piece in the news, uh, Chris. Your hero, Rudy Giuliani, his kid, Caroline Giuliani, daughter of the former mayor of New York City, arrested uh, today in my neighborhood, Upper East Side, over at Sephora, where I do all my shopping. That's where I get my facial mask. Uh, $100 worth of stuff. Now, obviously, Rudy's daughter doesn't need to steal makeup. But there is something about young people and stealing, and what exactly is the thrill there, uh, Hicks? Just, it's getting over. It's, it's, it's almost it's a girl thing, over. though, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I've always noticed that girls fucking really get off on it. I stole I stole for a while. I, I, I was heavy in the shoplifting for like a couple of years, and then I just fucking... What was the stuff that you would steal? Um, Booze. I like to steal liquor and beer from stores, and I love just love going into dollar stores and just fucking stealing shit off the shelves. Just for the thrill of it. Just for yeah. Now I did that when I was real little, but never as definitely never as an adult. Yeah, I got into it late. It was just like something I just did for a little while. I really got into it maybe because uh-huh. I was like really really broke at the time, but 
And then just they just stopped doing it. Like, well, you it. know, I mean, I can't understand somebody broke thinking I need this, I have to take it, blah blah blah. But what do you do when you're Rudy's daughter? You're the you're the daughter of the hero of nine eleven. You know she doesn't need it. Yeah, it's some sort of weird cry for help, Rich. She looks pretty good, actually. I was looking at the picture of her. She ought to with all that free makeup. She ought to look fucking great. Can't see any pores at all. No. She should look perfect. Uh, But girls love to steal. Uh, They steal panties. They steal bras. And they steal makeup. Uh, Fez Watley, something on your mind over there? Well, I was thinking about... um what were you thinking about? The things that uh, when I get out of the shower, if something like that happens, makes me want to get right back in the shower. All right. Uh, I, I'm going to just stop you there. Hicks, what's he saying? I can't explain what he just said. Something- You've got to have some kind of feeling about what he said. Jumping out of the shower? Uh, so- being scared to leave the shower? You're afraid to leave the shower, Fez? No. What's out there? The three ghosts? No, I haven't seen them again. Uh, was it the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost? The three yeah. men you admire the most. Let's start it back to ground zero. You're taking a shower. Uh-huh. Uh, shower's over. Shower's over, I get out of the shower. Mm-hmm. Then some things can happen that make me feel so gross that I want to get right back into the shower. So, uh, sometimes you think, uh... I thought I, w- I was done a shower. I'm not. Well, if I get out of the shower and I got a r- wet leg and haven't completely dried off yet and the cat rubs up against my leg, mm-hmm. I feel like a human lint brush and want to go right back into the shower and re-clean myself because, right, so- because I feel like I got a pound of cat hair on me. I wonder why you got a cat because you're really grossed out by him. Cats are clean, Fez. They just spend all day cleaning each other. They're soft. I, so here's what you're saying. You know how it is when you're in the shower and you get out and the cat rubs himself against you? Don't you want to just hop back in the shower? All right. So you get out of the shower, cat rubs yourself on you, and you say to yourself, I'm going to get back in the shower. i got to get back in that shower and kind of scrub where the cat touched me off of me. All right. I got another one. What's that? What if the dog rubs against you? I don't have a dog, but it's pretty gross. To oh, say. so this is specific to you then? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's stay specific to you. What? What about this? You step in a bowl of cereal. Do you want to re get in the shower? I would want to re get in the shower. I'm teasing you. I'm sure you have other things on your list, right? Yeah, if I if some snot's been loosened up uh, in the steam and it's in this big mustache of mine, I gotta get back in the shower. It's just a tissue. Oh God, Fez, why would you bring up you and your fucking nose jets? I gotta get back in there and basically shampoo my face. What if you found some AIDS drink uh, leaking from your balls back in the shower? I think then I would call a doctor. What if you got out of the shower and cum was coming out of your ass? Back in? Yes. All right. So, if you snot all over yourself, you're going to get back to the shower. Yep. Or if a dog rubs against you, you're going to get back to the shower. What you're saying is that if you're dirty, you'll get back in the shower. Yeah, I guess so. What if you stop? What if you walked into a dust cloud? Back in the shower? Would have to. Hmm. 
It's uh, Rana Fez, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, John, Jersey, here I'm Rana Fez. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, I got to get back in the shower, right? I have to take a big shit. True enough, huh, Fez? After you take a big shit, you like to get back in the uh, shower. Yeah, you want to get back in there, get cleaned up again. Thoroughly clean. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly, thoroughly clean. Not just clean and then dirty again. Right. What if you get back... What if you get out of the shower and... Uh, someone gives you like some one of those like little disinfectants for your hand. You want to get back in the shower? No, because I'm still clean. Oh, because the okay, so still clean, stay out of the shower. Joe, you're on running Fez. Yeah, Fez. Fez, Fez he's talking to you. Yeah. Hey, uh, if you got out of the shower and looked in the mirror and saw potato flakes on your chest, would you get back in the shower? Back in the shower, Fez. Yeah, if I had. I know. If I had potato crumbs on my chest, yes, I would. That's not what you said. said flakes. Oh. I don't know. Dried cum. Oh. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I get out of the shower, Fez. And 24 hours passes? Mm-hmm. Back in the shower. It's a good rule. Back in the shower. Um, let's go over here to uh, Paul, Florida. You're on my Fez. Hey, Ronnie, I just, uh, it's kind of comical to hear how, uh, whenever Fezzy goes through one of his little doldrums like he's had this week, all of a sudden a new OCD surfaces that no one's heard of before. I've, uh, yeah, it, it will be a thing of, I'm going to, uh, invent an OCD for myself. Yeah, let's, let's keep it comfortable. So, uh, I got new problems. I got new problems that I can focus on. I don't think I've ever liked a cat, w- uh, rubbing up against my wet leg. I do love the fact that it is about your own specifics, though, Fez, and it gets us to know you more. And I brought this up before. Nobody pulls back the curtain and says, come into my own personal life as much as our own own Fez Watley. You're an open book, my friend. Almost a performance artist. Um, I really think that you're going to end up living in the window of Macy's one day. And let everybody just take a look at you. Um, Josh, you're on the Run of Fez show. So, now, Fez, it, what if you got out of the shower and had sex? Would you have to get back in the shower? I don't know. I don't have that problem. Oh, so that's not specific. Okay. Because you don't have sex? No, I don't. Fez Watley tells us every detail to the personal life in a way that I can guarantee you we're not getting from the Osbournes. And we're not going to get from Dave Hasselhoff's new show. Uh, Matt, Tennessee, you're on Fez. Hey, uh, Fez, uh, if uh, you got out of the shower and a ghost farted on you, would you get back in the shower again? Didn't even understand that, Fez, the ghost farts? Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. Anything that you're not aware of? Plenty. Like, you mean in the ghost world? Uh, the, the any world. What are you doing? I don't what know. Do, what do you mean by that? No, I said there's a lot I'm not aware of in the world. Ah. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Fez Watley. Matt, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, uh, what if you took a shower and lay down for a nap and then farted yourself awake? Would you take another shower? Fezzy. 
Uh, no, I, unless anything came out more than gas, I would probably let that one go. You're dealing with that a lot of times, though? With my medicine, yes. The little shit flakes are in the middle of your farts? Or you're thinking you're, fart, you're actually shitting yourself? Oh, God. I worry about it. Fez Watley, his life, open book. Come on in, browse around, see what you like. Is medication that basically makes you shit yourself? Yeah. He takes a thing called shitties. Um, let's go over here to John, New York. You're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Fezzy, uh, if you're getting sand hosed out of your ass crack in the driveway and you feel a little more sand, would you jump in the shower and get the rest of it? I think any normal human being would. Who um, wants to walk around with sand in their ass? Phil, in California, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, you ever feel like taking a shower when your co-host uh, says something so stupid as, I think I want to take a shower when I'm dirty? Um, are you starting to say, uh, shower off some of my career weirdness? No, not at all. Um, Fez, I would like you to do something for this Mars show, and that's the times that you like to take a snack. Um, hungry could be one. Uh, bored. In the mood for something. Any of these things will be fun. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Hey, Dan, you're on the Run Fez show. Uh, hey, guys. I always have to get back in the shower whenever you grab the towel, and it's like one day too long of using that same towel, and you just wipe that mildew kind of smell all over your face. I'm going to say, Fez, you're not a reusable towel guy. No, a clean towel every day. Every shower? Yeah. Even like you take one at noon... Have another shower at night, new towel. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, we learn so much about Fez Watley as he opens the door, pulls back the curtain, and says, come in, experience my life. Uh, Hicks, what it would it take for you to get in the shower? The road would have to happen, and I'd have to be made <laughs> crusty from a nuclear apocalypse. Boy, that was the best shower ever in the road. Oh, Although yeah. I don't know why they were fucking... Uh, why they were relaxing. I'd still have the gun in my hand at the whole times. You love the road, by the way. Oh, yeah. I've read the book. Love the movie. Yeah, it's great. Love them both. Um, Chuck, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, you sounded good. Fez, do you get back in the shower? Do you get out jack off into a sock? Do you have to get back in? Is that what you jack Fez in a sock? No, I do not jack in a sock. Where, then? Uh, I use a tissue. Fez Watley... Pulls back the curtain, invites us in. What type of tissue, Fez? Um, like a Kleenex. You go directly into it? Uh, yeah. He, so you'll actually use the tissue itself. Oh, no, on it. I'm sorry. On it? Yeah, on it. On the tissue? Yeah, onto the tissue. Mm. So you stand back from it? A little bit, yeah. Mm. Fez Watley doesn't know any other way to be than totally honest. You can ask him anything you want in your life. He's always ready. Uh, Shane, in D.C., you're on Run Fez. Hey, guys. Hey, Fez, if you're in a bar and you spill lettuce wrap juice on you, do you get in the shower? Maybe when I get home. I uh, actually had lettuce wraps last night, Fez, at Mr. Chow's. Uh, Any I, good? Fantastic. Uh, Mr. Chow. That's the name. The name again is Mr. Chow. 
866 Ron Zero Fez, 866 Ron Zero Fez. Uh, Nate, Maine, you're on my Fez. Hey, buddies. Hey, Fezzy, if some young twink blows a load in your beard, are you getting back in the shower? I'll probably have to decide at that moment. Fez Watley. Haven't run into that situation. Fez Watley, honesty is the best policy. Um, here's Andrew. You're on Fez. Hey, Ebenezer Watley. If you got out of the shower and there was a shitty towel warmer that you bought for you, that your uh, partner bought for you, would you get back in the shower? No. What do you do? Hurt your feelings with that? Don't let that bother you, Fez. Christmas is coming again. Hooray. And we're going to make another run at it. Um... 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Hicks, Fez is suddenly in a bad mood over here. Anything else on your mind today? I know uh, you cared uh, quite a bit about some of the stuff that's been uh, going on. Uh, yeah, it just came out that Winston fucking Churchill, uh, he covered up UFO. Um, basically, he w yeah, there was UFO sightings with, with the Royal Air Force. He covered it up because he thought everyone would freak out during like right around the World War II or whatever when Churchill was in power. So he was basically just covering up all these apparently UFO uh, appearances because he thought that the English people couldn't handle it. They'd just freak out in the streets. So like, where were the UFOs from? Um, I, it was it was in I guess over British airspace. The Royal Air Force was reporting these things happening, and he was like, "That's not going to happen. No one's fucking going to hear about this because I need these people under control." So you really don't even think it was just a matter of like spy planes and stuff like that? Well, I mean, I don't think so. If it, the Royal Air Force is reporting these unidentified flying objects, and Churchill, I mean, they they, they could explain the spy plane. They couldn't explain if it was a UFO and some and then were cut out. That's just. Fucked up. What is it about us wanting so much to believe in UFOs? We don't want to be alone. Why? We, I think because, uh, well, everyone's obsessed with science fiction. We want to think that there's some race out there that'll come here and fix all our problems. I think that might be part We'd of it. We'd make great pets. We'd make great pets. I don't really know. I'm telling you right now. I think if UFOs got here, they are going to try... They would end up treating us like we would treat, um, if we went on an island, how we would treat the bugs. It wouldn't dawn on them that we were even here. They would just be stepping on us with their giant alien feet. For some reason, we all think they want to come here and trade. If they can make it across time and space, what do we got that they need? Water. Supplies. Uh, that's, that's the other thing. They'll just come here to conquer us. That was just going to be suck. The ozone. Suck. We got plenty of fucking stuff nobody wants. Uh, Pat, what can we do for you, buddy? Yeah, uh, Ronald B, I was wondering if we can turn today into Ask Pepper Hicks Thursday. Oh, um, no, not today. I can't put him through it. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Brandon, New York City, you're on Run-A-FEZ. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, I guess I can. Hi, guys. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, in regards to UFOs, the probability that um, life outside Earth exists is very high. There's something called the Drake Equation that um, factors in the number of Earth-like planets 
<clears throat> and uh, as well as the, the percentage that um, you know life on Good. Earth, like it's, that, that there's amino acids that can self. I get it a hundred percent, right? But how are they supposed to get here? Because we ain't getting to them. Well, I mean, and, and you know, also there's so many UFO sightings. If they can get here, we can assume that they're very advanced and, and that they're very intelligent. Yes, I would fucking assume that they were very advanced and so intelligent that they would look us at us the same way we look at beetles. That, that, that's the troubling thing, is that if we do make contact, they'll likely be hostile. Yeah. That's why I'm saying we need to just start launching nukes into fucking space now, in every direction. We just constantly keep putting it out there so it's like a goddamn minefield to protect us. Because, Fez Watley, you know what I recommend if there's a UFO sighting and it's real? What's that? Get back in that shower. Your biggest nightmare. Well, I don't want aliens. that bit. I don't want alien slime on me. Um, Ted, you're on the Run and Fez show. Ted, turn your radio down once, twice. Uh, move on to Bob in Jersey. You're on Run and Fez. Yo, guys, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, uh, maybe we could give them our hot chicks to procreate and make strange alien babies. Mars needs women. We know that yeah. from way back. Or maybe they're going to have... Or maybe they're going to have ass babies. Oh, that is disgusting. Alien ass babies? Wait a minute. Pepper, you know we've been looking for the name for our band. Alien ass babies is the way to go. We're going to rock. A-A-B. Um, Casey, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I was calling in reference to the aliens, man. I live about... Maybe 45 minutes from Roswell, New Mexico, where Area 51 is supposedly located. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a uh, alien museum, and everything in that town is in reference to aliens. Right. By the way, calling it town, you mean a Quonset hut with a gas station. What is that? It's the it, it's not big enough to be called a town. Oh, now, no. you know what? Uh, let me tell you something. Forget Area 52. It's yesterday's news. Area 53 is where it's all coming down now. Area 51, 50s, Area 52, 80s, and now it's 53. And that's where you're going to be able to check out a live show by Alien Ass Babies. It's an all-Asian show, too. All-Asian show. Because I want to get some slope chicks in there making shit happen. I don't know what it is about our band that Pepper and I have, but if it's not an all-Asian show, it's going to be dead. We only really do good, but with kids eighteen to twenty, uh, they're doing the the this shit called K Town, which is the Asian Jersey Shore. They're, tra- they're shopping it around. There's like a oh, sizzle reel or whatever. Count me in. And there's a guy called the Situ Asian. Oh, I love that kid. It's good, right? Yeah, has great abs. Is tonight? Um, what's the name of the show again? Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore. Uh, uh, is Sammy going to find out what Ronnie's been up to? I think so. He's hooking up with landmines and grenades. Well, is anyone going to be nice to Elena? No, no, what? Angelina, and I don't. Th- I think Angelina. She, I think she apparently from the promo she like fucks Vinny, and then Snooky fucks him too, and then they don't fight over him. Don't it for me, dude. You know I want to wait until I find out. I want to see people get fucked in real time. Who's Vinny? Is he one of them? Yeah, he's the one who's uh, never on camera because he's not drunk enough or uh, crazy enough. Well, he fucks Snooky and Angelina at the same time. He needs nothing from me. Um, 
Leroy, Wyoming, running fast. Hey, Ronnie, if an aliens came to Earth, they would be just like us walking out to an ant colony and looking at them. We've never sat down and took time to talk to them, and they ain't going to take time to talk to us either. No, we're fucked if aliens show up here. That's we're... right, and Betsy, you're safe, buddy, because you can't even reproduce with your own species. They don't want nothing to do with you. Fezzi hit a wall here because we made fun of, what did we make up fun of as shower time? Well, I we shouldn't have. No. It, no, it's us. No, it's me bringing up something stupid. What's stupid? When you get dirty, you, you want to get back in the shower. Yeah, but it makes no sense. What does I mean, make that sense? Makes, that part of it makes sense, but it makes no sense to bring it up. It would be fucking, it would make less sense if you said, if I get out of the shower, have snot all over me, cat rubs on me, I want to stay out of the shower. You get a lot of snot in your mustache? It happens. Not every day, but uh, every now and then, steam hits the nostrils, things pour out. He pulls the curtain back, and he invites us into Fess's world. No, it's a good way to clear your sciences. Jerk off. Whenever I'm, uh, whenever I'm sick, nose stuffed up. Jacket. Clears your shit out. Ever hurt you get fucking nailed by a chick once? Just fucking once in your life? For once in your life, you get legitimate pussy. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Who do you think is better? Um, alien ass babies or alien ant farm? Oh, ass babies. Fuck alien ant farm. Fuck you, ant farm. What was their big uh, Michael Jackson hit? Smooth Criminal. Fuckers. That's the one we wanted to do. Um, Let's do Thriller, then. Fuck them. Uh, here is... Let's head on over here to Scott. You're in Memphis. Hey, two words for Pepper. Aliens come around, new drugs. And if uh, we are attacked by aliens, they're going to take one look at Fez and go, we have a new leader. Don't listen to them, Fez. You know when they get back into the shower, and you know when it's time to do stuff like that. Uh, Bobby, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, how you doing, Ronnie? Yeah. I was wondering your feelings about Bill Hicks' skit on uh, Jimi Hendrix being an alien, because I think it's definitely a fucking possibility, especially when you hear it coming from Hicks. Well, I don't know whether I would call him an alien. He was a left-handed god, one of the few. <laughs> Searching my soul. I know what I want, but I just don't know how to go about giving. Music, sweet music, drops from my fingers, fingers. Many depressions captured my soul. Chad, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Fez, I wanted to know uh, what type of soap you use to wash off all the self-hatred, man. I get zestfully clean. Zestfully clean. Uh, I wasn't aware that they had a soap that got rid of that. I didn't hear what he said at the end. Well, did you get his point? Mm-hmm. What was it? That uh, the film on me is self-hatred. Is that true, Fess? Probably. Why, when you always have me and Hicks? 
Alienats babies. A B. Would you want to be our road manager, Fez? Sure. All right. I need you to go look in for a gig in Pittsburgh. Call us from there. Just play this for them and say this is probably going to be their sound. They don't have it all worked out right now. This is probably it, though. Yeah, I'll send them a demo. Uh, Bob in Richmond. Yeah. Uh, what uh, happened to Ken from Portland's fucking album that was supposed to rock our worlds and blow us away? I don't know. I thought we were going to get it sent to us. I never received anything. Well, just send them back an email that said we said bullshit. Okay. We're ready to rock and do a listening party. God, Bob, what is it now? Yeah, if, uh, if Fez gets a handy in the shower, does the OCD make him get out of the shower, then get back in and take another shower? Don't. Has anybody seen my car keys? Don't start, Fez. You give them stuff that they can tease you about. Yeah, bad mistake on my part. Anything else in your life today? Anything else in your mind? Um... I was just, uh, Nielsen, uh, BDS, uh, revealed the most played musical artists of the past decade, which includes airplay on radio, TV, and the internet. And I was just going to see if anyone could figure out the past decade, 2000 through 2009. So you're setting up stuff for us to play, like little games for us to play. Yeah. So you set it up, we answer? Yeah. I love it. So this is a pop artist. Um... Yeah, well, this covers any... Uh, I just want to let everyone know it covers oh, so any you wanna, genre. You want us to open the phones? All right, open the phones. How much time we got left in the show? About uh, 10 minutes. All right, 10 minutes. Fuzz Watley uh, wants to cover all the genres with us. So just... Um, so this, this is one... Uh, this person is in a certain genre, but I just... Uh, their Nielsen's research covered every kind of music... Uh, over the past 10 years, the last decade, and who was the most played artist? Heard, heard their songs on TV, radio, anywhere you can imagine, internet. Um, Mooney, you're on the Run of Fez show. Well, and I was just going to ask about Snoots, the little alien ass baby, but it's Tim McGraw. I read that yesterday. Poor Snoots. Was it Tim McGraw? It's Tim McGraw. Um, all right, as far as snoots go, uh, no, I'm not doing that as an alien ass baby. There could be like a fun little thing for alien ass babies, though. That definitely sounds like it could be comic-y. Piss the first caller got a fez, and he was supposed to be doing a snoots thing. Yeah. <clears throat> you thought I had legs? Thought, yeah, maybe baby legs, but legs. The problem is everybody else read it. Yeah, I guess so. <clears throat> everybody did the C&P. The cut and paste. Um, Jaron, you're in Utah. You're on Running Fest. Yeah, if the aliens can bring us a drug that's better than ecstasy, I'm all for it. I'll be at the top of the building like an Independence Day. Now, what happened to those people in Independence well, they, Day? They were the first to go. Yeah, they got their shit fucking blown up. When they were up on top of the Capitol uh, Records building. Dicks. Yeah, that was not beaming them up. 
Let's fucking chase. Let's uh, check in with somebody else who I think of as a as one of the more brilliant people working in music today. Our own craze. Craze bringing on the ones and twos. One, two, three, four. Here comes Craze out your door. Now, uh, Ronnie. Yes, what's sir. Up? How's it going? Um, I thought that um, Festo's Five Ass Babies were much better than the Alien Ass Babies. What are the What are the Festo's? Um, it was a South Park reference. Oh, I, I didn't see it. Uh, crazed. What are I gonna do to get your ass in here one day and hanging out with your old buddies? Um, it's it, it's tough. It's really tough because I I got some I got some stuff that's going on. My dad's in a lot of pain. My hundred year old grandmother's in the hospital. Shit's happening. So it's all all the personal stuff is hitting at yeah. the same time. Yeah, and um. Yeah, and um, anyway, I also wanted to uh, pr uh, promote um, John Baldy mm -hmm. at, at Dr. Dirty is going to be at um, Mulcahy's on, in Wantaw, right by Wantaw train station. It, it's at 10 to 1. When is and, that? Um, what, and I'm going to be there. Is this going to be tonight? Yep. So... Uh, you're finally going to take a little time off from your personal problems and get out there with Dr. Dirty and have a little fun. Yeah, exactly. Uh, crazed, I'm glad to hear it because I'll work, no play. You know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah, definitely. And you're the playboy. <laughs> uh, do you still hang out with Spandy at all? Yeah, yeah, man. As a matter of fact, we're, uh, we're going tonight uh, to see uh, Dr. Dirty. So. Would you give him my best? I will, definitely. And Craze, we got to get you back in here just one day, all right? Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. Uh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. All right, talk to you later, my man. Peace. Peace. Uh, you got some people have Jay Z. I got my man Crazy, and Crazed is the man. Uh, Scott, you're on the Run of Face show. Hey, what's up, uh, Fez? Yes. Hey, Fez, would you beat up a retarded girl? Do you take a shower? Don't start on him. Don't listen to them, Fez. Because I can't have you sit and sob, can I? No. What do I what do I do when I see that happening? Don't like the, it, right? No. No. Not at all. Getting it under control. You missing crazed? Not yet. We haven't seen him in uh, forever in a day. Hopefully he gets his fucking life in order and come in here. You know what? He's a good son. He's a good grandson. All right? That's something you weren't for your family. Well, I'm the last one left, so fuck everybody else. <laughs> There's no one else in your family. You're a one-man gang. Pretty much, yeah. Do you realize how well you would be doing with chicks with that fucking act? I got my lovely woman. I'm happy. I didn't know that you liked her very much. I love her very much. I've I did said not it know. Since no. when? I thought that was something you could take or leave. No, I thought we've got over this. I'm very much in love with her. Um, Frank, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, what happens if Ron or uh, Chris starts coughing and sneezing? How does that make you feel, Fez? 
makes me think about the shower on the 37th floor. <laughs> Is there anyone in it at the time? Do you take showers here at work? Um, I took a shower here one time. And I had I no was, idea. And I was scared to death, even with the door locked. No, well, uh, well, why did you take the shower? Shit was so bad you needed to shower it out? No, um, it was after I had done my, um, Avatar Twidio. Mm. I wanted to get the, some of the blue paint off of me and went in the uh, 37th floor shower. Now, remember the other day when you brought up the fact that you said you hated uh, 30 Rock for stunts? Mm-hmm. Do you know how many times I had to read about, what about the Avatar thing? What about the Hitler thing? What about beard porn? None of that being seen as stunts. And I just kept writing back to people, stop emailing here. Stop emailing. Yeah, I don't think a lot of things through. No. I'm very inconsistent. No. You're consistently inconsistent. And that's not bad. Uh, Chris, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Fez. Yes? Are you going to have alien ass babies play at your gay wedding? Well, I'm friends with the band. I'd like to, if I'm ever going to have any kind of wedding, I'd like to invite them there. I don't want them to show up and have to work it. You might be booked. I'm not sure. Chad, you're on Run Fez. I've Ronnie. set a date. Yeah. I need you to bring me back my money, please. Mm, I can't always do that, but at one point I will. Somebody bring me back the money, please. Alright, can I just take that off because I don't like the language? Todd German Fez. Hey Fezzy, yeah. don't, don't listen to all these negative fuckers, man. What what college football team do you like the best, man? Um, I always root for Notre Dame. Hey, were you ever a Florida fan back in the day? I mean, I like Florida, but I mean, they're not my favorite. Hey, man, keep your eyes on Steve Springer this year, my man. And keep your spirits up, bro. Go number one this year. Fez has already picked USC to win it all, bring home that trophy, win the Rose Bowl. Look at this Missouri school bus crash. Oh, God, I hate the news. Just a mess. All right, that is it for us. We are out, uh, out of the hizzle. We're back in here tomorrow, which I believe is going to be a Friday. Ron Fest Show. Take care. Peace. Harry, Mark, and John Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday to Thursday With Harry, Mark, and John Satellites gone up to the skies Things like that drive me out of my mind I watched it for a I love to watch things on TV
Satellite.